to the rap lab. Walk, walk, walk to the rap lab. Ladies and gentlemen, it's an all-new episode of the Rap Lab Podcast. It's your boy, the Candyman, the A-L-F-R-E to the D. The dress that gets the bread is here. T-O, so y'all know the question. It always remains. What's the dealio? And and it's the one and only True G. Just call me the QG. And ain't no father like me. It's your boy, the Rev Barber MC. And y'all tune into an all-new episode of the Rap Lab Podcast. Just a couple of announcements before we get into our topic today, don't forget to get the all-new Rap Lab merch, uh, hoodies, t-shirts, tank tops, tote bags, and of course, the world-famous, infamous Rap Lab coffee mug, all available at teespring.com. Uh, all you gotta do is go on the website, punch in Rap Lab in the search bar, and everything comes up. Uh, also, um, if you got a podcast, a small business, an event you throw in, or whatever thing you want advertised, uh get at us on twitter at rap lab pod instagram you can slide in the dm because you know it go down in the dm and uh we could work on some advertising space for you just hit us up for a rate um we we get a we get you an audio commercial uh we'll advertise you on the show three times on the show and put you in um all of our social media pages so again you got a podcast business event or anything you want to advertise or even if you just want your face out there hit us up we get you a rate uh, nonetheless, um, today we got a special guest in the building, uh, a good friend of the show and a good friend of each of the four of us. Uh, Miss, we, well, we call, we know him as Illy E or Ills, our man, Ed, Ed, what's going on, brother? What's going yeah. on? Yeah. Appreciate you having me on. You got it. You got it smooth. Uh, you know, formerly known as Illy E, you know, Illy Ills. I go by a few monikers, but, uh. Yeah, it's good to be here, gentlemen. I appreciate, you know, all the work that y'all been doing. Uh, I'm a big fan of the show. I've been following y'all since the beginning. And a lot of a lot of the shows have really brought me back 
to not just hip hop, but even just the origins of some of the artists and everything that I've experienced since becoming a hip hop head. So I want to really salute y'all on what you're doing. And we're more than happy to have you here. So most definitely, you are welcome on this show anytime you want it on. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. And um, today's topic is uh, we keeping it we keeping it New York right now. Um, Just as there's no such thing as halfway crooks, we know that truth from the great poet Havoc of Mob Deep. We here to talk about the infamous mob, the MOB. We talking about Havoc. Talking about Mob Deep, ladies and gentlemen. MOBD. Yeah. Double E P. Capital P. Capital H. Man, let's get it. M to the O to the B B Q B. But one of the greatest groups in history. Yeah, absolutely. I I will say that. You know, when we were aspiring artists and lyricists in high school, Mob Deep was really who we modeled after. Me, mm-hmm. my G. I mean, we were big Mob Deep heads. Well, like, believe to 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 quote a good to, to quote the beginning of a good song. Word, word, word up, son. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. yeah, 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 yeah. Let's, Let's talk about let's talk about the origins of Mob Deep. So first off, Mob Deep um, comes from Queensbridge, and um, it's no secret. And we've talked about Queensbridge a lot on this show, but Queensbridge has produced um, plenty of great rappers through the years, from yes. Nas to Cormega, MC Shan, Tragedy Gaddafi, um, huh. Roxanne Shante, Ra- Roxanne yeah. Shante. Lakey the Kid and the list could just go on and on absolutely. and on. Absolutely. Ball, yeah. ball, all the rest of it. I, I was following Lakey the Kid for a minute in, in, in high school, too. And uh, Littles as well, Big Noid. Those were my, my favorite yeah. growing up. Infamous mom. Yeah, sir. And, yeah, and, 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 Ills, and Ills, since you was formerly known as Illy E, we got Illy G, too. Funny thing about that. Uh, I you know, Illa G was a Brooklyn cat who moved. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think he was. Um, I can't remember the project buildings that he that he was uh, uh, that he was living at, but it's close to my uncle. And it's it's crazy because my first rap name was illegal, and I spelt it with an E, like two E's. And mm. one, uh, it was my boy Expo. Shout out to Expo. Uh, it's one of my uh, Word. Shout uh, out to Expo. Uh, yeah, one eighty seven. Yeah, absolutely one eighty seven. Um. He was the one who 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 gave me ills and and then I transitioned from Illy E when I heard Illy G on well he was originally General G on, right he was yeah and when I heard that verse oof man I can't get enough of it the rough shit grenade lyrics my appearances thug oh my gosh I was like who that yeah he went off yes sir absolutely that was dope that was dope. So a lot of MCs came from Queensbridge. It cannot be overstated the contribution that Queensbridge has given to, to hip hop. Absolutely, and and just when you think that nobody else is coming out of QB, uh, you get Mob Deep. Even though some people will say, "Oh, Prodigy's from Hempstead," nah, but he he repped Queensbridge to the end of him. So absolutely, absolutely. And, and Havoc was actually born in Brooklyn before Queensbridge too. Correct. Wow, that I didn't know. I. It yeah. was crazy because when we were, you know, talking about Mob Deep way, way back when, 
I had no idea. Like when you hear these artists and they claim their their home so much, you know, Mob Deep is synonymous with QB, right? And I had no idea that Prodigy was actually from Hempstead and then moved to Left Rack and moved to the hood. And then, you know, now T.O., you, you, you dropped the bomb. Like, what happened was born in Brooklyn. That's crazy. I would yep. never know uh, either. I would have never known because every song they'd be talking about 41st side. So Exactly. <laughs> That's, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I don't know if you knew this, Al, but Havoc says he got roots in New Orleans. That's um he was asked about his last name, Muchita. They thought that he um had Panamanian roots, but he says that it traces back to New Orleans. Oh, I would have never I would have yeah, I, I never known. Look at that. Man after that is fire. Wow. Wow. I was always wondering about that last name too. Muchita, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a very unique last name for him. Yeah. Right. I ain't gonna lie. I look at I look at that name. I looked at him. I instantly thought he was from Africa first. I just <laughs> I dead seriously thought. Yeah, yeah. He he could have been from Zimbabwe, huh? I mean, listen. It that was you know that was one of the things when I was growing up where like I, you know I started buying CDs real early and one of the things I used to do was while the music was playing I used to look you know in the books to see who was the product the producers and who wrote what and when right, I said. Right. Johnson came with Cheetah. I was like, what? I was like, I thought his real name was Havoc. I thought his real name was Havoc. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's an well, interesting, interesting you guys. I, I mean, it's interesting you guys brought that up, uh, especially um, Ills, because that's exactly how they got started. They would find the addresses and the record labels and the headquarters in the back of these albums. And they would bring their cassette players. You know, they, you know, they had their tapes. And this is how they tried to get on. And the wow. only artist that stopped to hear their music was Q-Tip. The abstract. What? Yeah. It was the he was the only one who gave them the shot, man. He listened wow. to them, and he introduced them to Chris Lighty. God bless Chris Lighty. That's another R.I.P. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Lighty himself. Absolutely. Yeah, Tip. Tip actually put the final touches on the infamous because Havoc was recording it in Queensbridge in kind of like a broke down studio. So Tip himself actually brought it to a bigger studio and, and just finessed it. What? That's incredible. Well, I mean, oh, yeah. when you listen to infamous, you could still and Havoc was was uh, uh, just infamous, pun intended. Right. He was infamous with just using the old records and keeping that old scratchy noise in it in the original beat and you can hear in some of the infamous songs where he kind of maintained that style but i enjoyed that right oh i did too it was i felt, yeah. I felt that it was super unique it was really amazing how q-tip was able to i mean wow that's crazy this is so yeah, yeah. i'm gonna just funny, real quick. Havoc, not bad, brother all right, my bad. You know, I'm kind of on fire because these guys is my backyard. My man Ill said the key word today, infamous. So I got a couple of gems and stuff that I'm going to share with y'all today. So I don't know if y'all remember the group Infamous Syndicate out of Chicago. No. It no. consisted of, um, of some lesser known female rappers, but the big name there was Shauna from DTP. So, uh. so it was... Um, a little bit of static between the infamous Mob Deep and the infamous Syndicate, because wow. what Mob Deep they take that infamous name to the heart. So they wasn't feeling the infamous Syndicate, and they uh, mm -hmm. actually blackballed the infamous Syndicate, causing them pretty much to disband and 
you know, it worked out for Shauna because she went to DTP and everything, but they had a uh, violator management behind them pretty much not getting them shows in New York. Right. And, you know, that was a big market that they needed. But these, you know, they actually had dissed um, the infamous syndicate on a couple of songs as well. So you could hear like little gems and stuff. Prodigy um, definitely had taken a lot of shots at some rappers. And we'll get to that. We'll get to that in this wow. episode. I just want to wow. give you all that gem. Wow. 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 We always well, learn something well, new well, on rap, I, I, man. Well, he was dropping a gen on him before dropping a gen on him. <laughs> 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 he was there. That is so wow. interesting. Wow, that's amazing. It's funny that you guys talk about P. You know, P had a solo deal with Job Records in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And he's uncredited for the song Too Young, which was with the uh, group High Five. That was on the Boys in the Hood soundtrack. Right, right. That I mean, he was on that. QG, it's crazy that you say that because... When you think about how artists were able to literally blow up just by going on soundtracks, like when you heard a song from an artist on a movie soundtrack, you went out and bought that album or bought that single. That's was, right. True story. What did you guys think of the original name instead of Mob Deep? They were known oh, as the, uh, the political the political prophets. Yeah, yeah. Right. What does that I sound mean, like? I mean, I mean, I would have been mad if they would have stuck with that original name too, because they they really proved that they are really, really political sure. prophets. That and Prodigy out. was um the golden child because of his haircut. Right. Yeah. Right. That's he had right. the Gumby. Right. Yo, oh yo. my God. Yeah, man. The old school. Have you guys seen old photos? Have you seen old yeah. photos of that? Yo, I was like, yo, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> he looked like somebody. Young. He looked like somebody out of a straight out of a TV show in the early '90s with his haircut, man. He, I mean, it it was incredible. I I unfortunately got into Mob Deep much much later, but I started to do my history and looking back on that. And I was thinking today, like, yo, imagine if there wasn't a Mob Deep. Imagine if it was the poetical, you know, what I'm saying like from 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 back then up until now. I, it doesn't right. make the same sound, but it doesn't sound bad. <laughs> right, right, right. You know you who know, made them change their name, right? It was Puffy. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, and it's so crazy because he, I can't even imagine Mob Deep signing with with uh, uh, Puffy or Bad Boy. Imagine that. I hate to be the bad news, but thank God they didn't. I, well, I, I, I with that though. Yeah, I am with uh, you. La- la- later on in this show, I'm gonna be going to war with everybody over the, a weird signing they made later on. But oh yeah, oh, yeah. I can't wait yeah. for this. Um, yeah, you, you on your own, buddy. But, but, but let's get your ass. Let's 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 start in the beginning. So y'all already mentioned the name change and everything like that. Um, they first album. It's kind of interesting because they dropped Juvenile Hell on uh, in 1993. A lot of people, even people that like claim to be hardcore Mob Deep fans, a lot of them haven't heard Juvenile Hell. And it's interesting because Juvenile Hell comes out is is released on Fourth and Broadway Records, which was the label that Eric B and Rakim's Paid in Full came out on back in the day. Wow. Yeah, and um, yeah, the album doesn't sell much. They only sold 20,000 copies. Right. Um, the, hey the, Rico, what did you think about that album? What did you Juvenile think about Hell? Debut, debut, yeah. It was cool, like hearing them sound like young and stuff, and hearing like yeah. you know the comeuppance through yeah. the albums. Um, it was still gritty and raw, but it kind of just yeah. sounded like a bunch of kids being gritty yeah. and raw on tracks and stuff. So it was hard, kind of, to take them like 
like serious, serious. They said that a lot of dudes in their neighborhood, you know, kind of laughed at them because the album bombed. Wow. But even even the album cover is interesting because you got them sitting on top of a building. Havoc don't got no shirt on. He's holding a scythe. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. He's holding a scythe. What what was up with them scythes, man? Yeah, man. I said the same thing. And you know what's so funny? Like I, I unfortunately fell into that category as well, where I swore up and down, yeah, infamous was their debut. And when I was kind of going back, you know, way, way back when I was doing my musical genealogy thing with Mob Deep. And I and I listen to Juvenile Hell, and it to me, it, I agree with you, Rico. They 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 sounded like they really sounded like kids. They sounded like almost like teenagers, and they were. And you know, when we talk about Infamous, I mean, it's a whole different ball game. I mean, in two years, their sounds, or two and a half, give or take, whatever it is, their sound completely changes. It is gritty, it is raw, and I love that. Like to me, they sounded like boot camp. Like early boot camp. Right, right, Ooh, right. That's, that's a great, great comparison. Yeah, great comparison. Right, and that's and, and and that's what what we came up on, you know, with the early '90s, like that that dark and gritty rap. So I I really I think that you know Mob Deep had a great foundation with Juvenile Hell, even though it didn't sell that much. It didn't yeah. sell that much, and it wasn't polished. But they had production by um yeah. Jay Premier and oh, a large yeah, 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 large Favorite pro producers. havoc. Havoc was getting his own, and Big Noid was on the album out the gate. That's my yeah. boy, Big well, Noid. They, they grew up with that man, so it's not surprising. Yeah. But um, uh, I mean, I, I I hate to talk bad about about Mob Deep, but this album must, doesn't rank uh, high on my uh my list of Mob Deep albums. So um, is Blood Money is that what you're saying? We'll, we'll get to that. But uh, we will because I was, for you. As as William right. Regal, Regal would say, that was awfully bloodied right there. <laughs> it was bloody indeed. But uh nah, this this album, um, yeah, it's 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 it's, it's a pass for me, dogs. Like I mean, yeah, I, mean like, again, it, it, I mean again, like he said, it came and, in and, and, and also hit it from, from the back. back. Hit him from the back. Oh, God. Hit him from the back. That was the single, right? In my body. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that yeah, was the single. You got it. It was quite appropriate for at that time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but fast, fast forward two years later, and they drop a classic, and this is the album oh. that they're known for. Um, they, 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 end up, they end up on Loud Records. Of course, we've talked about Loud Records in the past. Uh, run by Steve Rifkin. Uh, he right. hit his stride. That record label hit their stride in that same time period because um, they released a purple tape on Loud, which uh, I know brings a smile to Eric's face. Um, <laughs> the Raekwon yeah. album only built yeah. Cuban links. Yeah. Classic, classic, uh, classic. They, they, they followed that up in 95, uh, releasing the Infamous. And let's just, just look at the names that, that helped out with the Infamous. You got a oh, yeah. guest from Nas, Raekwon, Ghostface Killer, Q-Tip, and of course, um, you know, anytime uh, Mob Deep get, decides to get infamous, you know Big Noid is, is along for the ride. Really? So, absolutely. It, it's, uh, it, this album is monumental, not just for them, but for rap as a whole, especially because I, I feel like the infamous was one of those albums that helped shift the, the balance of power and rap from the West Coast back to the East. Right. And also yep. considering what was going on in rap at the time with the with the East Coast, West Coast vibe and all that and all that going on. Um a lot of people would say that Enter the 36 Chambers, Illmatic Ready to Die, 
and um and the infamous actually brought New York back from the dead. So this album is very monumental, and of course, Shook Ones, which is a song that uh that um everybody associates with Mob Deep. That's their most infamous song, pardon the pun. Um, <laughs> it's, on, it's on this album, but a, a lot of people also you can't sleep on the whole album. Temperatures rising, oh, give up the goods. Well, my favorite. I, Drink away the pain. I the fittest. Man, one of my favorite tracks, the, the intro actually was the last song recorded for that album, the start of your end in 41st side. And wow. they, were, they were so hyped to complete the album, they just let anybody from the hood into the studio that night. So when you hear all the chatter and all like the dude, that's the guys from right there, you know. You can hear that. Right, when, right. When you, when you look at when you look at the infamous. I also felt like not only that the album is monumental, but for Queensbridge alone, look what you had to deal with the previous year with Illmatic. Because right, like right, we talk about right. we talk about greats like Roxanne Shante and MC Shan. Like we know what happened between Shan and KRS. Fine. But when Illmatic came out, that that revived Queensbridge alone, but it just gave opportunity more for Mob Deep to go harder. But even then, I'll go further. Queens alone in 95. Lost Boys dropped an album. You even had LL Cool J drop Mr. Smith. Oh, wow. It was a big resurgence. Cool J rap dropped 456. I mean, it was 1995. 1995 was a great year. And we, you know, we talked about the West Coast at the time when gangster rap was really pushing and really dominating everywhere. The East Coast just needed that hardcore, gritty sound. Cool G Rap said it himself in the interview. That's why he ranks Mob Deep so high, that they were able to bring that street, raw grittiness back. Because at a time, you know, the East Coast is grasping at straws. Like, what do we do here? How do we compete with the West? Do we use the type of sounds that they use? Sure, they were an influence, but they made us step our game up even harder. So when you look at these tracks and when you look at who's on there, in fact... I remember, now, you... uh, okay. I, I remember looking at an interview with Biggie, and Biggie was telling Mob Deep, because they used to do shows together. They used to mm -hmm. be on the road together, right, and they right. were telling him, yo, he told him, you guys should drop Temperature Rising as a single. Like, they had they had the to pick whatever single that they wanted. And, they had, like, a bunch of singles, yeah. if anything. And, and, and interesting right. enough, interesting enough, we mentioned Noid. You know, Noid got his record deal from spitting that verse that he did on "Give Up the Goods." Yeah, that's bro. how he got his deal. Bro. And I, bro. I know Mac, that's one of your favorite verses, man. Bro, good as the R A double P E R N O Y D. Niggas can't fuck with me. That's how you come on a song. Exactly. But you know what kills me, guys? But you know what always gets me? There's one name that gets mentioned over and over and over on this album. And mind you, this is somebody that we never met. But the way that they describe him is so vivid and so clear. And and, and Eric, you could talk about this. And and, and, and Ills, you, you could talk about this. The name Killer Black. Oh, um, Havoc Brother. Black. Yes. That comes up a lot on this album. Mm-hmm. Right. Wasn't he, was he in, uh, uh, on lock at this time? During the time before the album dropped, yeah, because they shouted him out on the album, right. kind of like a Nas One Love-esque kind of track right. with a temperature rising when they shouted him out. Absolutely. And I remember I remember hearing that name throughout the whole the whole oh, record. Yeah. And you like to me, Infamous was 
was the answer to the commercial question, right? Like when you got when you've got all of these artists who are, you know, arguably commercial and they're dropping singles, right? And then Mob Deep. I mean, you could even you could even argue, you know, with Illmatic. I don't I, I wouldn't, you know, necessarily call it commercial immediately, right? But when you look at Mob Deep, you're not looking at traditional artists that are commercial. You understand what I'm saying? Like and that's and that's what I loved about listening to those guys was it was a break from the norm. They talked about the grittiness of the hood and they talked about the everyday struggle, you know what I'm saying? And they talked about it in a way that was rarely poetic from that time. Like Biggie made to me, Biggie made the struggle like simple to understand when you got, you know, you got your I, I need to sell drugs to feed my kids, etc. Right. But Mom Deep had a different way to me of talking about the struggle. They were very poetical. I mean, I mean hey, well, I mean, I don't, I don't know to all the killers for hundred dollar billers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's about to be on. I mean, I don't know how, how how I mean, not only poetic, it was gritty. That man said on Shook Ones Part Two, probably he said he stabbed you in your face with your nose bone. Like yeah, that, that hurts. hurts. That really hurts. Hey, yo, as a matter of fact, Eric, I want to ask you. I want to ask you with Shook Ones. Is it true that that intro comes from the pilot on the stove? Yeah, yeah, the gas stove. Yep, the hi hat. Yeah, they use the hi hats for it. Is oh, that havoc? Man. Is that havoc? That's havoc. Yep. That's that's, you know, I, that's Havoc's creative genius, man. I actually had a, a a question on that that I didn't uh uh that I was thinking about. Like when when did Havoc first start uh making beats? Because looking looking at um just the where Havoc and Prodigy came from, they they both came from musical backgrounds. I mean, Prodigy, yeah. they they had Havoc embedded I mean, in their buds. I mean, I mean, E, you could back this up. I heard in an interview with Ebro, uh, Havoc said that Prodigy actually got him started in making beats. Wow. Yeah, he was the main producer. Was, Havoc, they both actually went to art and design school in New York, and Havoc was more of the artistic one as far as, like, the drawing. You know, there's stories about him. He used to climb, like, Spider-Man up the trains and tag up. Do the tag. I, I yeah. Read that. yeah. And, um, you know, they met in school, and they just had a connection then. They both was rhyming, but Prodigy was doing, um, he had a lot of the production, um, the materials, and he showed Havoc pretty much how to make the beats and stuff, and Havoc just took it and just ran with it, and Prodigy wow. just fell back and started focusing on the lyrics, but if you see in like a couple albums, like Prodigy gets production credits here and there, but it right. really re uh, relies on Hav for the beats. Right, right, and that's that's the, the best producer to have. I mean, he, oh, yeah. he oh, I don't yeah. want to much ahead you know i, I want to definitely save it for the rest of the show but have it goes yeah. on to create oh my gosh just symphonic classic i i can't oh, even man. tell you my goodness and i think uh, correct me if i'm wrong qg uh was was all was prodigy also into dance as well he was he uh will 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 dive into that later <laughs> no on doubt, no but doubt. his I hear E laughing because I know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, his, his grandmother had a studio. And naturally, uh -oh. you, know, you got your kids involved in the in the dancing and it was, I mean, we talk about mm -hmm. Tupac. Tupac did ballet. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, Prodigy, you know, naturally, you know, with his grandmother, everything, all the kids, this is where the kids went, you know, to stay out of trouble. Stay Absolutely. Out of street, you know, and to yeah. do something more more valuable. But but let me ask you guys an interesting thing. You know, uh, originally, Prodigy had an issue with 
uh, Q-Tip his verse on Drink Away the Pain because it didn't follow what they were doing because Q-Tip doesn't drink. Right. So right. His, that's why when you look at the notes, it says situations. And Q-Tip came oh. with that beautiful verse about clothing brands. Tommy Hill was my nigga, and others couldn't figure. How me and Hill figure used to go through with bigger, Carl Kanai, and all this other stuff. But Prodigy was like, yo, the verse is fire. Was able to be like, you know what? Yeah, the verse is hot. But they were, you know, talking about alcohol, E and J. You know, you, you know how Prodigy started it. Oh. I in yes. love with the bitch E and J, the fuck with the world. Now I fuck with Tanger Ray. So what did you guys think of that? What did you guys think of the different concepts in that song? I mean, look at the groups. Q-Tip came from Tribe. You know, those guys weren't talking about drinking and OE and 40s. And as my guys like to say, Danies, you know. But right. <laughs> I just I think the, the respect that these guys had for each other, you know, especially Tip, because, you know, the, he's kind of their mentor. You know, yeah. it's good that, uh, you know, these guys had the chemistry and they worked it out, you know, and they, they definitely had to uh, kind of rearrange that. You know, and he and he helped lace them for the give up the goods beat too. Yeah, that oh, yeah, yeah. one of my favorite. Hey, you know what? You you know what, guys? I was I was I was also so happy to see Nas on there. I was Word. like, you know what? This is some unity here. This is great, and you know, obviously, you know, Illmatic set the standard, and just having them on there, especially with Ray and Ghost. You know, Ray. I mean, Ray is on two songs. You know, right so back at Ray. you. Oh, and right, right back at you. Know, Right, that was that yeah. was with Ghost and Ray, which was a hot right. track too. Such that's, a hot record! Oh my that's god, that's label, that's label love and respect right there. I, I, I don't know if you guys remember the interview. Remember the interview that they did on your MTV Raps? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ray Ray said it himself. He's like, "Yo," he said, "The uh, Mob Deep, they cousins to the woo, man. What we did was built the bridge from Shaolin to Queens Bridge, and we just connected like that. So it was just love all around." Absolutely. You, I mean, QG, you know me since the beginning. Like my my whole thing was unity. So when I when I saw all the collaborations and when I saw that consistency of having Nas on Infamous and then later on when Nas included them in uh uh it was written, it made me it made me happy, man. It it got the juices flowing. You know, I mean, because to me it was like I, I always I, I had fantasized really just about thinking about the possibility of having like a QB records, you know, yeah, what I mean? yeah. we, had, we had all of the Titans from Queensbridge under one umbrella, you know what I mean? So because on records, like when you look at them on records, like the chemistry is undeniable. Yep. Hey, y'all saw that book, right? I mean, inside the booklet, you see all them people that was up on that rooftop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. DJ Premier was there. Yeah. Yes, he was. Shout out to, up shout out to yeah. Primo who just gave us a little shout on the Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Shout, shout out to Primo. Shout out to Primo. That was the hot. That was the highlight of my day on Friday. But, uh, <laughs> I feel you on that smooth. I know how that feels. That 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 makes me feel like poof. We we but got. Let me ask you. But let me ask everybody this universal question. Now you guys remember? Well, well, E, I'm gonna go to you first, Eric. You know, you know, you know that intro, you know, you know where P is talking that crazy talk. And he was like, all y'all niggas with y'all space age rhymes about how much you get high. Did y'all yeah. know who he was talking about or what he was referring to? I no. thought he was referring to Death Squad. Some of the conscious you rappers the took you offense know, to it. Okay. 
Oh, E, talk about it. Talk about it. Yeah, some of the conscious rappers took offense to it. If I'm not mistaken, I think Keith Murray got offended by that because really? I know he had static as well. I, that's why I, th I thought it was about De I thought it was Death Squad as a whole. Redman really took offense to it because I mean mm -hmm. he was talking about getting high all the time. Other than uh, Red, uh, right. And wow. it's funny because we forget Prodigy and Keith Murray were on the I Shot You remix. You know how that turned out. That's oh, what yeah. I was too. Go ahead, my fault. Hey, you good, brother. Nah, there I go. That's that's but, uh, well, I, well, I, I'm glad. I, well, well, you know, well, you know, Pops, you know, LL wasn't gonna let that go down. There was no, there wasn't gonna be any fighting on his record. Right, right, of course, not. unless it was him. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say L is a hypocrite for mentioning he's gonna mention Ice T uh Kumo Nia Hammer again. But jerk. it's funny though, it's funny, <laughs> it's funny you mention that record because Prodigy still dissed Keith Murray on that song. Yeah, some kids feel guilty about the space age shit. The truth hurts, baby girl, so just face it. How you diss the man on the record that he's with you on the record? Hey, you on the same record. It, I think it really showed the, the I mean, the confidence that Prodigy had. Prodigy was, I mean, in, in like early, early Prodigy, man, he was a beast. I didn't even like, like, I didn't even like uh, uh, see the transition at first or notice it. And then when I went back, I said, wait a minute, this is, Prodigy is on this in 95. And then in like 98, he sounds like this. It was it was right. interesting to me. I think puberty was hitting. Puberty. <laughs> it might have been. Listen, it could have uh, been. I mean, I mean, I mean, back then, and and, and you and it's good thing you mentioned that it was because when um a lot of people was really giving him high praise in '95, they was trying to crown him almost like, yo, this guy's gonna be like the best out there. I mean, come I, on, man. And, and like y'all mentioned, the the I shot your remix. What do you say? Um, Illuminati, Illuminati Illuminati, Illuminati, Society, trying to get on me. Sampled that. Mad people sampled that. Oh yeah, oh, Jay Z. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, the right. evils he did do that on the yep. evils. Right, and it's crazy because when I heard that, I was like, "Hold up, Jay is sampling Prodigy." Oh, 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 hold up, isn't that funny? Right. <laughs> funny how life oh, works. He was, right? he was sampling him, but nah. So everybody, like, right, Jay, you want you want right, to be in Queens? Right, Go right ahead, Jay. Right, right. That's well, what I. Funny enough. Funny enough. Um, this 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 album here might be the essence of what caused the friction between Prodigy and Jay, because Prodigy said nobody was really shouting out Marcy or any of that stuff at the time, and you hear Prodigy talk about. Going going through Marcy and all this stuff on this album, mm -hmm. and then and then your man Jay comes out and says, "I'm from where you and your man hung in every verse in your rhymes." Mm. So the light bulb goes off. He was like, "Wait, he talking about me?" Because nobody was talking about Marcy before you even came out, right? So this album kind of, but it sold well. It is a certified classic. I mean, what do you guys think? Is this their best album? Hell yeah. The infamous? Ah, yes. It is their magnum opus, sir. You uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I have to agree. I'm sorry. I'm putting infamous as number one for me. Number I have one. to agree. And I'm I'm one of the when we talk about Hell on Earth, that was one of my favorites. But Man. I went I went backwards, but I'm sorry. I 
it's the infamous to me i i gotta agree with you on that to me i think it's their number one album i think that just besides the content i mean there's you you could just leave that whole joint playing you don't have to touch anything and the collaborations on there the productions the lyrical content was second to none agree you, you know what the thing is about this like I may I may put a weird comparison with this. I remember when QG mentioned how Illmatic reminds him of Thriller. I felt like the infamous sometimes with the singles they had, it felt like almost towards the off the wall type Michael Jackson album. Ooh, I like that, Tio. Dang, Tio, if you're gonna if you're gonna credit somebody, credit the right person. I, I always said Illmatic followed the Michael Jackson thriller formula, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was you? Well, I'm, was, sorry, I'm, well, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm well, sorry. No, I'm sorry, no, I'm too busy no. counting up. I'm sorry. The money we've I'm had this was conversation. We've had this conversation. We've had this conversation plenty of times about about how Thriller set the standard. Every artist was trying to chase Thriller. So, right. and and again, who's not a Michael Jackson fan? You know, even though these guys are hardcore gangster rappers, this stuff and that, they love classics. You can hear Absolutely. it in the sample. Absolutely. And that's what one of the things that I've loved about them. And like you know, like I was saying with just buying albums and like looking at all the samples like i i was able to discover so much through mob deep by just looking at the credits just yeah. looking at the samples and it it really gave you a glimpse into all of these ways into history where you could see where like the influence is man it's crazy and i need to point out i need to point out we mentioned jay-z before fellas what did what did they say on on survival of the fittest? Thug life, we still living it. Uh-oh. Problem. Ooh. That caused the problem. That I feel Ooh. like um beef might be a little bit you know of the a small narrative here. If I may, sure. just kind of jump back into the uh, Keith Murray prodigy situation. You know, P. He was a small dude, but, you know, he had a, a big chest, man. And he kind of went at Keith Murray a couple of times on um, I Segway to the Hell on Earth album, you know, where um, even um, Noid came at him, too. I don't know if they I had, like, a little stuff. inside oh, was joke. That man, oh, Man Down? Yeah, man it was. Down. Oh, God. Because <laughs> he said, uh, first of all, them tight dyke niggas with that spaced out shit, I stick a rocket up in their ass, give them a lift. So I don't know if it was like inside joke about mm. these guys being on some spaced out shit, but um, <laughs> <laughs> Prodigy said live at the main event, may I present and scream it out loud for any squad that's deaf. That's deaf. Oh, <laughs> wow. So these guys, you know. Definitely was throwing some shots and, you know, all through this pod, you know, I'll, I'll continue with the gems with a little more beefs that uh that P had behind the scenes. But, you know, we could kind of say what happened with the fight. What happened with the fight? What happened with the fight? They got well, no fight. <laughs> you know, as I said, you know, P definitely a uh, big chest, but uh, he didn't have too much of a strong jaw when it came to the uh, industry <laughs> antics, you know, but he always got back up, man. But, uh, you know, sorry oh, yeah. to say, yeah. you got it. Maybe if, if, if P it was really you, Three inches taller, you know, maybe right. a little bit different. You you would never think that, because um, like when I found out, when I found out that Prodigy had suffered from sickle cell, I was blown. You know, it's crazy because during the Tupac beef, that's when I found out about it. Because I, you know, did too. I had no idea because it's like when you listen to these guys, they, they thoroughbred to the thoroughbred, right? So I didn't, I thought that they were literally just untouchable. And, 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 and 
Yeah. When Pac did that interview, he was like, you know, like I do, uh, Mob Deep, I swallow these niggas. He said, he said, uh, 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 what did he say? Pac, Pac said, you, you got sickle cell, you ain't living well, right? That whole joint, I couldn't believe it. And when I was looking it up, and it really like goes to show you the heart that P really had, man. I mean, when you say, when he said he had a heart of gold, man, he was courageous, bro. Cause <laughs> yeah, yo, yo, Ills, I'm with you, man. Cause when I heard him up and he said, don't one of you niggas got sickle cell, I said, yeah. wait, what? Why the hell? Hold on, hold on. But, 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 but not even that he found that out, but we got to give Pac a come on, son, because. How you said the man got sick with uh, talking about you fucking around and catch an asthma attack? <laughs> he said get a seizure or a heart attack. That threw me for a limbo, bro. I when I when I heard that, I was like, cause and, and I was like, damn, this dude is over here like d- disrespecting that man genetic. Like <laughs> I said, Pac didn't man. give a shit. But, Pac didn't but, give a shit. But but, but while we're on this topic. Let's let's jump one year in time, right? So 1996, yeah. crazy year, right? East Coast West oh, yeah. Coast beef is heavy, and um, they get involved in the East Coast West Coast beef because at the end of '95, everybody knows the story by now. The dog pound made and Snoop made New York, New York. There was the whole misconstrued idea that they was stomping on buildings and whatnot. Uh, Biggie said something on the radio. The dog pound trailer got shot up, and then um, along with CNN, they go ahead and Mob Deep. They make a LA LA. With tragedy, with tragedy, Gaddafi. They steal, they steal the hook word for word. They just replaced New York with LA. Um, Pac mentions them on hit them up, like we just mentioned, and they respond with drop a gem on them. Which, which, which now a lot of people, a lot of people give that record flack because when, um, when Hell on Earth, which is the album that it's on, that's Mob Deep's third album, when that album dropped, they left drop a gem. Uh, on them on the album, even though the album came out after Pac had already died. So some people was like, "Yo, right. wow. wow, I didn't realize." Another another controversy around that Snoop Dogg at the time. Um, this is after Pac died as well. Around that same time period, Snoop Dogg is in England and he goes on the Tim Westwood show and he shouts out Mob Deep and bigs up drop a gem on him. So everybody was looking at him crazy, like, "Yo, they just wow. dissed your dead homeboy." And and you over here bigging up the song, which didn't make a lot of sense. But could you blame him? Drop a gem on him was the like when I first like I'm so when, when my my early stages of hip hop I was I was a kid literally I was so ignorant to all this stuff and I was over here listening to drop a gem gem on him on tape on repeat. It's the infamous back in the house once again, right? And when once again, like, gotta do that once again. Yo, when me, when me and QG first met and we were kind of like, you know, going through the motions and talking about, you know, the greats and we was talking about Mob Deep, he really opened my eyes. And when I realized that that was for him, that that drop of gem, I could not believe it. It made it, me. It was incredible. Oh, my God. That it, album, that album, that album, that album is like right up there for me because it's darker. It's yeah. angrier. You could tell why. Oh my Like, God. like, like. I always put Infamous as my favorite Mob Deep album. I think it's the best one. But Hello Earth, they went off. Yeah, Man, still shining. That it was an incredible track. It was definitely some jabs there. Um, if y'all didn't know, it's actually um, Hell on Earth was one of the first enhanced CDs to come out. So if you oh, didn't have nice. like, um, yeah, put that joint in the computer. Yeah, yeah. If you didn't have updated quality. 
um, good chance that you would have problem problems listening to the CD. Oh, but, shit. I didn't know that. But wow. you know what the thing about this album, which was cool? Guess who came back on that album? Raekwon. <laughs> yeah. Like Tom Vultures. Right. Yeah. His verse was fire. And, oh, yeah. and, and, and and now they already work with Gray. They already work with Ghost. We got another Wu member up in here. Uh, Met the man. Yeah. He stole uh, the show, baby. Extortion. You know one of my favorite songs of Hell on Earth, which I, I don't know if a lot of people talk about. Apostles one is my show. Oh, the outro yeah. with the um, Jackson 5 sample. Oh, Prodigy went crazy on that. Prodigy went crazy on that. It's so man on a mission. Shout out to Method Man, like, cause it, like, when I at at this time, right, like, like, it was it was because of Method Man that I heard of Mom Deep. When I had bought, uh, uh, cause I, I, man, I I did all my stuff backwards, man. Like when I bought to Cal two thousand, you know, I'm saying I saw Mom Deep on um one of the tracks. And I've heard, you know, Mob Deep throughout the soundtracks and stuff like that. And then when I went back to Hell on Earth and saw that Meth was with them, again, like, you know, in, in 96 and then they were again in 97. That's one of my favorite tracks. If it wasn't for Method Man, I would not have even, like, gone into trying to find out who Mob Deep was. That's like extortion to me was like, and it's crazy because as dark as Infamous was, Hell on Earth was even darker. Darker. Like, that's yeah. true. Yeah. It's well, well, yeah, well, yeah. It's, def- it's definitely yeah. dark when you uh, yeah. when when the guy you dissing you you reminded him of getting shot in Quad Studios. Like that's <laughs> yeah. like, prodigy didn't care. You heard what he said. Robberies in Manhattan. You know what happened. Sixty G's worth of good clapping. We shot you. You probably scream louder than the opera. New York got you. I was like, hey, oh, man. Shit. ruthless. And yeah, man. But, but, and then the man died yeah. not even two and a half weeks later. Oof, but you crazy. know, but you know what gets underscored on this album? What uh, one song in particular gets highly, highly underscored? And you guys know where I'm going with this. God part more, three. Oh. more trife life. Oh, oh. oh. QG, yeah. I was about to like you took it right out of my brain. Was... Talk about that story. What a story. Oh my gosh! Go ahead, bro. capability on that album. Oh my god! I mean, I mean, who wants to talk about it first? You, I mean, listen you take again. It. I, I, you know, I my, forgive my backwards ways, man. Before even Slick Rick, I was listening to Prodigy tell stories, man. Like it was, he was the one that really put me on that kind of style of rapping. And then, mm-hmm. you know, Nas, Nas came with it, of course. You know, with his catalog, he was always telling stories. I mean, I mean, Eric, Havoc, Havoc went in on his own on that one, man. Telling the story about this chick setting him up. Man. To her house. They got right. him tied up. Oh, calling his boys, the twins. We hear about the twins on the album. Uh, oh, man. man, that was crazy. Twin Gambino, right? Yo, it was it was it was crazy hearing all these names, man. But but you know what else too? Also, it paints the picture of Queensbridge. Uh, like you don't have to go there, but you right. can listen to the album and know about it. Like right. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I go to Queensbridge, somebody's gonna shoot me through the window because this oh, guy yeah. happens at the window with the rifle. Yo. He has somebody park. He's like, listen, yeah. for years. 
I'm gonna get this guy through the window, son. You hear the Twilight Zone in the background? He's yeah. Like, yeah, I'm shooting right. this thing. <laughs> Listen, so, years I felt like, yo, if I was going to Queens Ridge, I was gonna get tired. <laughs> hey, man, you know I'm from a story and all that, and uh, we kind of used to, you know, have our way with them in football. We used to have kind of run back to 29th Street after our games, you know what I'm saying? Because wow. you know they definitely <laughs> was banging out out there. You know, there's no love out uh -oh. there. <laughs> it is everything yeah, they say in the songs, but I'm um, bouncing around Queensbridge. I don't know if y'all know, but um, y'all know Nas uh, live nigga rap was really supposed to be on Hell on Earth. Yes. No. Heard that yeah, heard that. Yeah, yes. even that's you know, one of my favorite joints, bro. So how did he? So how did that end up happening? On it was written instead. What was the? Tell him, man. Well, Nas actually, you know, because these guys would work together. So it pretty much was just like a bag of Skittles. I love using that reference, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you take the red ones, I take the orange ones. You like green ones, you have the green ones. You know, there was a lot of a brotherhood between them guys back in the day. Wow. So Nas wound up with the track and then, you know, Nas jumped on um, not only a couple tracks, but Hell on Earth, but like even, you know, through the other albums they had through the years. So right, right. It was, it was a nice exchange between the two. Absolutely. I got something that'll flip your mind. I got something that'll flip your mind with that verse from Live Nigga Rap. That verse was supposed to be on LALA. Ooh, really? Oh, damn. Took that verse off of LALA and put it on live nigga rap. So, because listen to it. What is Prodigy saying? JFK on the way to LA. Yep. Big, big gats with links down to Santa Barbara. Hey, with the mega got word back for Noriega. Oh, damn. That's crazy. One of the things that I was always on LA, LA. <laughs> one of the things that I was this is a small point, but one of the things that I was always confused on was like when you look at like the credits on on um like on Infamous and like it was written like I you knew Nas was on the Infamous, but you didn't know unless you listened to it on it was uh it was written that that Mob Deep was on that end song. And I think it was the other joint too. The um it wasn't just live nigga rap, it was give it uh, up fast. Give it up fast. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Now I said the first verse. Right. Yeah. Right, right. So the, the, the legacy is there. There's think some about points. this, guys. Think about this, guys. You got Big Noid and Nas on one song. Track number 12. Oh, my God. That's, that's Queensbridge, uh, 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 like, that's Queensbridge 3.0 right there. You missed it, dude, but... Forget that they put that shoot. They put the forty first on fire with that song. Forget it. Yo, can we um can we take a moment to give Big Noid his flowers? Cause um one oh, month after yeah. uh, one one month after um Hell on Earth drops, episodes of a hustler drops. That's and, right. Um, episodes of a hustler got havoc and prodigy all over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He paved the way for like eleven track, thirty eight minute albums. You know, unknowingly. I mean that stretch Armstrong. It's annoyingly. Yo, 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 you are you are a fool, sir. I'm glad you caught that. Because uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know if you know that, Ills, that, but you know pre previous album. episodes. I, I kind of you know I like the format of like a 15 plus track album. You know, 60 oh, minutes. So what these it. guys are doing nowadays, not to bounce around. You know, it's 11 track. You know, but uh, Noid kind of did kind of did it first before oh, these guys. God. I gotta give him his flowers, as my man Al said. I listen. Gotta give him his flowers. That's one of the things that used to just upset me because when you had like, even like, listen, Infamous was how many tracks? You know, we had like a full yeah. 60, 70 minutes. If you dropped anything less than like 
60 or 57 minutes. I just hate it. It's an EP. Right? That's what I said. I'm like, yo, it's not. This is not an LP. This is an EP. If you're not gonna give right. me the whole, you know, format of the, uh, you know, uh, a four minute, thirty second song, as Pun like to say, you know, I, it, it hurts my heart, and I hate when artists do that because I had, yeah. uh, uh, I had Noid's album after after that one, after episodes of a hustler, and he had like twenty tracks. Was that a still standing or a stand strong? I, I think yeah, it was, it was stand strong, right? With him. Yeah, stand like, strong. Yeah, that's correct. So I was like, yo, I couldn't, you know, and I couldn't, man, I, I couldn't deal with like artists who who had short albums. It was like there was, I wanted oh, more. Even though the album was short, I enjoyed the hell out of episodes of a hustler. Oh, it was a good album. Especially it was, Usual yeah, Suspect. Now the only beef, the only beef that I have is that Usual Suspect. Um, the original version, Prodigy starts rapping and then the track fades to the end. You got to listen to the remix to hear Prodigy's verse. Mm. Oh wow, yeah, that's true. He's right, that's gems. That's that's wow. That's right. Shout out, shout out to Stretch Armstrong for the remix, man. Uh, yeah. Since we still on Hell on Earth, I need you guys to join me in on 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 one of my favorite hooks. Y'all ready? What's oh, up? It's the G O D. I was waiting for you to do it. Yeah, yo. I love that hook, man. That hook. First of all, first of all, sample, that's I was about to say me? that. That Scarface sample. I was just gonna right, right, right. Yeah. They, they sped it up, and you. What was that? Havoc too. I mean, Havoc is Havoc. Yeah, <laughs> you know, whatever you want. Yes, sir. He more with the piano. Incredible, man. Wow. And it comes from the Godfather Part Three, which what was, which is what made it so good. It's reference to the Godfather Part Three. They got that part from Scarface, that drum loop, and that's all oh, you I need. See, yeah, doom, right. doom, 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 doom. That's all you need. Right. Oh, I love that song. I, I loved, loved, loved what Pun and Cuban Links did with it. The toe to toe. Oh man, that. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, to, not to, you know, I don't want to, uh, 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 you know, go veer off, you know, but I, no, I, remember. Well, I remember because um, when I heard what, what so I, I had heard, you know, the, the, the G.O.D. joint. And when I heard uh, uh, links spit the verses on like how they were doing the opposite of the eights, I was like, oh, my God, he used the Bob Deep sample. Like I completely lost it. Well, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you know, the, the yes. sample, God, but right. it's still absolutely, man, because oof. That's what did you guys think of the lead single? What did you guys think of, of Frontlines itself, Hell on Earth? What did you guys think of that single? I'm trying to... Such a melodic beat, man. That, man, it, it kind of like just takes you to a place, man. It just shows you the gritty side of New York. You know right. what made me mad about that instrumental later on, QG? You know I'm about to go with this. What made you mad about it? Why did Erica Badu freestyle over that beat? <laughs> oh, was that on a flex well, tape? Yes, that was volume three. Oh, but Lord. the good news is, the good news is, Biggie did the same thing on Sway and Tech in the morning. He he, mm. he did his raps over Hell on Earth as well, and he did it justice. Oh wow, I gotta hear that. I don't think I've ever heard that. Before. You know how many times Bob Deep got you got freestyle? Ills, I'm gonna blow your mind. I'm gonna blow your mind with this. He spit the verse from your nobody to somebody no, on that one. <laughs> yes. oh God, I know what I'm and doing. It, and it fit perfectly. It fit perfect uh, on Hell on Earth. Biggie was so, uh, at this, 
Maniacs put my name in raps. It worked perfectly on that. Oh, God. Why does Biggie do... Why did he do these things, man? Lord have mercy. Oh, my God. Uh, Biggie got away with murder. It's (laughs) big, man. It's big big for you. But, But Hell on Earth... Great album, man. Hell on Earth is... And and I think it was a great follow-up after the infamous. I know 1996, we covered this on the, you know, the 96 versus 98 episode, like how it was, it was a dark year. It was like beef time. And this was a perfect album for them in that specific year. And And they had straight classics, like some songs that weren't singles, but you could... Like you said, G.O.D. Part 3, More Trife Life, that, that album. And people yeah. sleep on that album. They don't talk Ooh, about dude. that album a lot. They really it only went gold, guys. What did you think about that? I thought it would go a little platinum. I, I, I figured it would not sell more than The Infamous, but I thought it was going to sell more than that. But that's, yeah. what I, that's what I was. That's what I would assume. I mean, it's. I thought it was an excellent follow-up. You know what I mean? But it's really disappointing to hear that it didn't sell. I, I also feel that if you didn't sit down, like Hell on Earth to me is an album that you got to sit down, you know, puff some lie to and just like. Mm-hmm. But, 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 you know, but, you know, I think what the issue was, I mean, Hell on Earth did great as far as the sales. But when you get when you competing with stuff like right. freaking All Eyes on Me right. and Machiavelli. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. And, 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 and you could check. Yep. Don't, and, don't, uh, don't, don't, don't it was a competitive year, but you could you could definitely check it in the archives the, with the debate with the '96 versus '98. This is one of the albums that was discussed. Yeah, and don't forget when the score comes out too. You definitely can't. Oh man, I gotta forget uh, that. Yeah, oh man, what a year! Yeah, what a year! That, what a year! Was tough. 96 man 96 was the year for cassettes for me bro i had them joints stacked like <laughs> mm-hmm. wow it was so, quite a year so they had you know hell on earth definitely had a lot of comp- comp- competition that year yep, yep. Right. um Absolutely. but so after 96 we don't hear another album from them for until 99 but in 99 they dropped my personal favorite album murder music well, he stole the title. Stole the title for his mistakes. <laughs> stop, 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 stop. Uh, Moose spelt it differently, so he's straight. I spelt it differently. I, don't, I, yeah. I, I could care I less if he spelled it different. I don't care if he spelled it with five U's. He's still <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> well, let me go around. Well, let me go. Well, well, I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask um, a question, and then, Ailes, I'm going to get to you, because I already know the answer to this. You and I, we've had countless conversations about it. But what did murder music mean for you, Eric, when Man, this dropped? You know, it's crazy because I don't know if you fellas remember during that time period, Al, you might have been a bit too young. But murder <laughs> music <laughs> was heavily, heavily bootlegged. So, yeah, so was. a lot of the tracks there we have heard right. before. And um, Quiet Storm, I actually oh. had that on a clue tape with just P. With no hook, and I loved that song yes. as it is. You know, when they put Little Kim, I liked it. It was, you know, it made it more of a banger and a single. But like the original Quiet Storm, I love the original. And, and shout out original. to my man Al. I don't know if you know about um the original Project Windows from Nas, but both of them have that same gritty like window pane feel to it. Like y'all could go on YouTube and um get that Nas original project windows and check that out. But they both in the original Ron, Ron Isley ain't on that, is he? No, he's not, oh. I'm sorry. But oh, um 
the original Quiet Storm was called White Lines because it samples, um, you know, the White Lines joint from uh, back in the day in the eighties. There, y'all could um name Yo, the artist. Oh, that, wow. Master Master Plan, yeah. There you go. There you go. How could I forget? But um, yeah, this album was like passed around in the hood. Like people made like oh, yeah. tapes and CDs and gave it to their homies. So it's like we kind of already had the jump on them. And like you said, it took three years for them to come back out. And a small little tidbit, a little gem I got for y'all. DMX was actually dissed on Illustrious by Prodigy. Cause oh. um, yeah, Prodigy had did an interview and he pretty much was saying how uh, me and QG was talking about this on the side, how he wasn't feeling yeah. DMX too much. So um, he yeah. went at X in, in Illustrious. He ain't call him out by name or anything, but that verse was for him because DMX actually had invited him to battle him and uh, P just kind of jumped on the track and uh, kind of gave it to him there. Wow. But uh, DMX had responded with, um, I'm not mistaken. It's a don't you ever fuck around. That joint. <laughs> <laughs> on that. Yeah. <laughs> Came a little after, but he he got back at him years later for it. Wow. Yeah. You know the dog. You know the dog was gonna come back with something. It was, yeah, it was interesting how that went down. We, we look at murder music, and from how they went from the infamous to hell on earth, now they actually getting commercial success yeah. because we we because once again Nas is back, and but even Raekwon was even back. Ooh. Yeah, right. they love Ray. Ray was on their second, but, their third, their but, fourth. But, 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 they but cousins. But, but fellas, yeah. but, but fellas can, can we please talk about the realest with QG Rap? Oh, Lord. Oh, finally, oh. they did a track with G Rap, man. That's what I was saying. I, it's so crazy because I, I don't want to jump the gun, uh, you know, because one of my favorite, the mixtapes the from, from the Free Agents joint. Uh, oh, yes. They had... I felt like Cool G uh, and and Mob had crazy chemistry. Those yes. voices, the like that the the Queen sound, the New York, yes. too, they was from Queens. Like they they also have you be the Corona. Oh hell yeah! Like they had incredible <laughs> chemistry, man. My you know murder music to me it was like I it, it was the one of the most anticipated. Uh, albums, even though I loved Infamous and Hell on Earth, like those are my top. Really, Murder Music is still up there for me, man. I mean, I remember hearing the original, you know, the the original Quiet Storm that you were saying, and I was hearing like the looped versions from all the DJs, and this song was everywhere. I mean, everywhere. And like you were saying, E, I'm so glad that you said that because um, even where where you know I, I'm from the Bronx, you know, I was born in uh, uh, South Bronx in the Davidson houses, and that year, you know what I'm saying? Like when I tell you that you had dudes in those in those buildings with bags full of these joints. I okay. mean, on every floor you had boule. It was so crazy. So you had to be living under a rock if you didn't know about murder music at this time. You know what I'm saying? Too like real talk, like I have a lot of favorites on this. And some of them me and QG actually blessed. What's your uh, point? You know what I want to hear though. Song I want to hear though. Talk to me, QG. Which one is it? What's your poison? So happy. Come on. I was so happy to hear my man with my beef again on this one. Yo, my pen is sick like a heroin addict. Whatever Mega spit, I jumped up. I was like, yo, yo poor Mega. And they saved it. They say I get they gave him the last verse, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yep. Yes, yes, they did. Yes. Yes. But you, but you know what the thing, but you, but again, like we talk about burning music, we also forget that. Now, a ball was even on this album, Yo, and that's oh, real. And little C's. And yes. Little C's. Yo, 
to touch on eight ball real quick. This was around the time. This was around the time where eight ball was guesting on New York niggas' songs like crazy. Because yes, remember, he was on Harlem World with me. Harlem World. Yes, he was. Um, I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah, him yeah, and, him he, and MGG was, was on that on that. Yeah. Track. And yep. this, was around, this was around the time where 8-Ball was trying to... He wasn't splitting from MJG, but he was doing solo albums. He, right. And matter of fact, the year before Murder Music came out, he released um, a double disc. Um, the name of it was Lost. And um, he was collaborating with quite a few East Coast heads on um, on that record, too. So, yeah, I mean, and the chemistry, surprisingly, you know what it is? That beat, that beat from where you're from, it's like, especially somebody who specializes in Southern rap, I like to call it syrup. Like, that beat is just mm-hmm. thick and syrupy. Mm-hmm. Like, it, 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 on that, it perfect went, sense, perfect it, sense. It went, it went so perfect together. But, yes, um... Did. But shout outs to Murder Music that taught me that a hoe always gonna be a hoe. Oh. <laughs> and a nigga is gonna be a nigga. Yo, I, yo, I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie. Wait, hold on, T.O. I'm gonna let you finish, but the I... voicemail recordings at the end of that song. <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo how you that, man? You played that shit the whole clip, though. The whole clip. No, Shorty said, Shorty said, you know, you put that in my ass and then stick it down my throat. I said, nah. Nah. <laughs> Y'all nasty motherfuckers. Nah. Uh, That's you know what? But That's you know what too? You know you, you know what's very important. You know what's very important about this album too as well. What I what I what I also loved about it. Now you got production of the ALC Alchemist is yeah. here. Alchemist is here. This is the introduction Chinky, of the Chinky Alchemist. Chinky is here singing the hooks. Chinky can sing. music. Right, right. Yeah, on the dog music. Yep. But you know we gotta talk about that. It's mine. I'm sorry. Oh, oh man. Only Nas. Another Scarface sample. Another Scarface sample. Only oh, Nas. Really? I didn't oh, know that. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. It was because the original yo, the original was on yo, the soundtrack. Yo. Yeah. First of oh, all. Oh, yo, you doing the sound and I'm, I'm, I'm connecting it. Okay, wow. Bro, bro, how, do you sample, how do you sample the boy's mind flow? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> And by the way, Nas, only Nas can get away that his doo don't stink. <laughs> <laughs> no, yo, Nas, Nas, Nas caught wildfire on that on that song. It, it, it felt like way to end it. it felt like it was more Nas featuring Bob D because he had the most bars on that song. He said Holly Berry blew a kiss at the Barbra Streisand concert. concert yeah. <laughs> you can't get no better than that. No better than that. You bet you did it you too. Right, right. Hype Hype Williams directed it. Yeah, it was a movie, right? That's what I was gonna say too. I felt like its mind was a big transition for the mob because even though they still have that gritty sound, um, but now it's like their gritty sound is now commercial and they're successful and they they look like a million dollars on that boat. I mean, I know music videos are what they are, but this was during that era. That's this is when Nas had that big QB piece. Yo, exactly. Exactly, and I think I don't know if it was, I think it was Prodigy wearing like a Louis Vuitton do rag or something like that, or I forget. He had a Louis Vuitton do rag. Yes. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So we're dealing now with guys who are successful. You know what I'm saying? Like after what uh, three, four years of grinding, and now they're getting a piece of cake, so to speak. Hey, you know I, I, what? I love, I love the way what? Havoc let off his first verse. I love the oh, way yeah, Havoc came yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? 
especially the way he ended. Blow you off the Atlas as if I catch you fucking my wife from a thousand dollar mattress. That's right. crazy. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't get enough credit for his raps. I was just gonna say, I felt like I I think we knew P, you know what I'm saying? And P was different on this record, but I felt like Havoc really shone on this record. I felt like you really heard because I think Let a Ho Be a Ho was a was was he it was just him, Dolly, right? That was him, yeah, right. So for you know, during this time, you 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 heard Havoc kind of by himself, and I thought that was dope. Yeah, it was. I got something for you guys too. Uh, interesting enough, the uh, song "Quiet Storm," and ha- they had to fight keep that on this album because Violator. This is the time where Violator was coming out with their compilation. Wow! And, hey, and yep. they wanted that song. They wanted that song on their compilation so bad, but it was so big and so powerful. Murder Music needed that single. Yes. They this song to come out for their album and it was a perfect idea. And and now that I think about the album, any of you guys see the movie? Yeah. Ah, Actually, was it inspired uh, by the country? It was inspired by... Talk about it. It was inspired by, by, by Al's Peoples down in New Orleans. By um, I'm about it by Master P. They actually watched a lot of uh, Master P's moves and stuff like that, so they did the, uh, the murder music movie in QB. I remember what? that movie. It's on YouTube. You can yeah, check it, it out for free. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yo, oh. so first off, I didn't know this movie existed. Second off, why <laughs> why why in '99 and 2000 everybody wanted to make these type of movies? Three Six that Mafia. Was the had, three Mass Six Mafia. Had groundwork, man. Gotta respect. I, I, I yeah. know y'all remember Three Six Mafia had choices, the movie, Cash yep, Money, yep. had Ball of Blocking. Got yeah, they had, uh, had mad movies out. That, that, all these rap oh, movies, yes. man. But yo, but yo, QG, this is for you, man. You know we can't talk about Quiet Storm without the radio version. You talk about the chops, right, T.O.? Like the yes, the the, 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 the swords. <laughs> yeah, man. Could you? Listen, Kim is a fool for that. Listen, could you? Kim even, went crazy. Could you even imagine? Could you even imagine, right? Like you got a record that's just hard as nails, the beat is knocking, and you got a bunch of dudes just cursing on it. But the song is so hot that the record, uh, the you know, the radio hosts and the record execs, they gotta be like, "Damn, man, how can we make this right clean?" You I got, I got even a better. They actually had a clean version called Mob Music as the album. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah, there is. Okay. I didn't story. Yeah. Yes, story. Wow. Wow. I did not know that because I was gonna add, like, um, I know some of the dance hall artists they'll they'll record their original songs and then they'll create like a clean version, but they'll have to do a whole nother version with like essentially different lyrics. Mm. So, but it goes to show you that. You know, Mob Deep's place in the industry was undeniable. That you had this banging record that was, you know, gritty and dirty as all could be, right? But it's so blazing yeah. that you can, you can't afford not to play it on your radio station. When, when and this is it's crazy because I was getting into Hot ninety seven in you know it, uh, d- during this time like ninety eight, ninety nine, and when I tell you that they had this damn song on like 
crazy. And when the when they dropped the remix, it was the the the, the chops and the, the and I was like, what are these dudes doing? That I wasn't the only song they kept chopping up. DMX on oh, what's right. my name? Oh, that was worth Oh yeah, exactly, exactly. Right. I and got was, something. I got something for you though, To. Uh oh. You what remember, up? You remember who else used that beat? Who? Oh, oh man, I had it in my head too. A R and B group, a R and B group actually used Quiet Storm. You will never Ooh. find another one twelve. Like one. It was, it was, it was, it was another. It's crazy part. They played that single as well. You, you how it started? Yeah. I was at. Two thirty third in White Plains. That song, mm. R and B song. Is that one twelve? Nah, nah, nah. It, in essence, name of the group. Oh, what? okay, okay. One in essence, right. yes. I, re- I, essence. I knew it, it was in my head too. The same beat, because when I, because you know when you listen to the radio, it's like, oh man, they're gonna play the Bob B record. All of a yeah. sudden, I had it. I had some singing on it. I'm like, wait. Who is that? And, and let's not forget the Quiet Storm remix was on the Into Deep soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, yo, Ailes, when you watch the movie, Ailes, when you, you watch the what movie, did you say, the introduction. What did you say, it was about soundtracks? You see That's what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, he dropped the, him on it, right? the exact the start of the movie oh, wow. automatically plays Quiet Storm. That's right. How can I forget that? That's crazy. He's like, man, I don't know you. But in the end, but in the end with murder music, all we gotta say is this one's in for my MLBB and my out of state niggas repping Oh my god, I was just about to talk about that joint, man. USA, I think that to this day, that's one of my favorite beats. Isn't there a version? Uh, I, I, isn't there a version with, with Nas, or, or did Nas have a verse on that? Like it, because yes, I remember reading. It was about- I know it was Street Kings. It was something about the Street Kings. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. Nas had a verse on there. Nas right, a, it, it's on YouTube. He had it. There's a there's a version of USA I then with Nas vocals on it. Huh, and I. And I kept saying to myself, "Damn, what happened? Like, like did they cut it or whatever?" I mean, I, I guess they gave, I guess they gave him the go with the "It's mine." So they was like, "Well, he just went off on the third verse." <laughs> yeah, they had it for the bootlegs. Yeah, the oh, that's bootlegs. Right. right. Yes, yes, yes. Yo, I just noticed. What is with Queens getting bootleg? Nostradamus got bootleg. Yeah. This got bootleg. What the oh, we was just thirsty, man, for their music. Yeah. Look at the year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Look at the year. No, you up, right. You bring up a good point on I me. Mean, think of it like this. Like that really went to show you how real the struggle was. I mean, listen, like we was kids when this stuff came out. Right. And, you know, I don't know how y'all experience was with this, but when I was trying to go into record stores, trying to buy albums, these shits weren't like $15. They weren't $10. These shits were like 19, 20 bucks. Right. So right. Like, you know, back at that time. Yeah. It was that. Thank uh, you. Exactly. So when the, when the dudes with the bootleg stuff came in, bro, you had that five dollars that moms gave you for lunch for the week. Shit. I spent that shit on a I, listen. I spent mom's uh, lunch money on murder music and doing <laughs> it up for for the week, bro. That's just how it was, man. That's true. Oh, That's man. But um, yeah. I know y'all have yep. touched on uh, on um havoc 
having a solo joint on on um on murder music. But uh how about we go to the one year later and Prodigy has a solo album. Oh, oh yeah. That, that right there. It's smooth. Yo, smooth. One of my Listen, brother, one of Let's my favorite tracks on HNIC, Young Black Entrepreneurs. Yeah. Get yeah. money, get paper, oh, get God. paid. BG was one of my favorites back in the day, bro. That's a shout out to you, Smooth, because that yeah. it was it was a it was an unlikely uh, uh unlikely collaboration, and it was so even the beat the beat to me is so hard it knocks, and so, I thought they took it off. Nashi Merrick on the beat. Oh, oh yeah, that's part of the hitman. Yeah, and, that, yeah that's uh, part of the hitman. Yep. Here, here's the fun fact: since uh, Eric been throwing out fun facts all night. Um, that was only, that was only the third time in BG's entire time. No, the fourth time, sorry. Uh, in BG's entire time of being on cash money that he rapped over a beat Manny Fresh didn't make. Hey, the oh, other, the, the other, the other three times was on, um, uh, Notorious B.I.G.'s, um, Born Again album on Hope You Niggas Sleep. Um, wow, that's my joint. Set, too. That, that was, the, that was the first time. The second time was on the, uh. The freestyle they did on the Funk Flex Big Cap the Tunnel Tape. And, wow. Uh, yeah, and then the third time, if I'm not mistaken, the song is uh, the song is um, slipping. Oh, they had a song with Cormega on the Violator, the first Violator compilation. I got a question, Al. You remember Missy's song "You Can't Resist" with him and Beach uh, Juvenile? Oh yes, that- yes. So yeah, so that was the fifth time. Sorry. So only only four other times that he rapped in that period. Um, from '95 to 2001, over a beat that wasn't um, fresh produced. Wow! wow. Talk about brand loyalty, huh? <laughs> Absolutely, those are my people, man. But um, H and I C. This is an interesting album because Very. yeah, you you get Alchemist and you get um like like Eric said, Machine Merrick, and you get you get Havoc producing. But you even had Just Blaze. Oh yeah, and. Wow. Yeah. This is this is gonna blow your mind, but this is gonna blow your mind. But YBE is not my uh, is not my favorite on this uh, on this album. Um, Really, Prodigy? Yeah, three, three, three with Cormac. Oh oh, man! If if I may, yo, hold on. My my man Cormega came out uh, came out ready. He was like. I'm sitting on a bench high eating right. chicken wings and French fries. You can't get no better than that. That's an intro right there. Yo, I was living that shit. Me and my man Christian Mielers, yo, shout out to my man Broccoli Head. We was on the bench high eating chicken wings and French fries, smoking that dower. Broccoli Head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We had a little. Yo, yo. Personal story, yo. Um, Q, you remember during uh, one of those many um, York College freestyles? I like that Cormega line so much that the first ver- the first line I said out of that freestyle. I don't know if you remember this, but I said, uh, "What I said, I'm sitting in the cat fly eating chicken wings and French hey, fries." That's why. That's why I was standing there laughing because I was like, that's <laughs> what you got it. That's what. You uh, know what? Funny y'all mention that. I want to shout out. I want to shout out Melina. This is how me and Melina became real cool. Because I remember Melina, I think. Another another St. John's alumni. This was this was this 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 has always been a a running joke between her and I because when we got into conversations about music, 
She said her favorite group is Mob Deep. And the first oh. thing I said for Megalon, every time we, 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 we talk, I said, so what you doing? Um, you getting some chicken wings and some E&J with some ginger <laughs> ale? You know, it? I was like, that would, that would always be our conversation. It, just to hear it on here, it, it, just, it just came full circle. And I love this album because Prodigy got more personal. You can never feel yeah. my pain. Oh, that's one of the best, deepest songs I've oh. ever heard personally man oh, yeah. he went in on that and just talked about such a pain that you know only people with sickle cell or, or internal problems or issues will feel you know and he was saying like you know you mad because you broke and you know crying about the projects but he has to wake up to this every day man right, right. And, that was real. and it was Killed a really good production a oh absolutely I felt like he he really like uh, uh, embodied the struggle on this one, and I loved how Prodigy got so personal on this. And another thing I love about this album is that even if you count the skits, I mean, look, it's twenty something tracks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's a a whole, yeah twenty two. Right. right, right. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? So you got a whole catalog. You know what I'm saying? Like Vet, what a, Vet, Veterans Memorial doesn't get enough play too, in my opinion. No. Oh man. That that are a lot that are very underrated, and that's that's one of them. You know what I'm saying? I, I love uh, uh uh rock that shit. What you mm -hmm. even dealt with the bullshit was one of my joints. Dealt with the bullshit. My joint was um can't complain with uh Twin Gambino and Chinky man. Yo, Twin oh, Gambino oh, oh, sounds like he's chewing light bulbs. The way he sound. That that joint was what introduced me to Twin and uh, 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 the the infamous Mob because I love yeah. like Twin wasn't like the most lyrical you know what I'm saying but I love the grittiness of his voice Ooh. and this like this song is like you you going on a ride you know what I'm saying like I love that. Yeah. Did did he have a skit with um Littles and Big Nord, if I'm not mistaken? I yeah, can't remember. Yeah, he did have a skit. He did right. have a skit. And you and you also got the introduction of bars and hooks. Bars oh, and right. hooks. Oh, speak, speaking speaking of them, that, that's another favorite of mine. We ain't going platinum, we ain't going gold, we going diamond. diamond. Ten million. Diamond. Hey. Mm -hmm. yeah, did that one. Um TO touched on that. Just blazed oh, that. The one that just blazed it? Wow. Yeah, yep. yeah. 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 Diamond. Yep. Yep. And Mike the all right. Which one, Mike DeLorean? He was who? Uh, Mr. Bars. Yeah. He was Bars. Yeah. Okay. I actually worked with um Mike DeLorean's brother. Shout out to the homie Max. Nice. Good really? homie of mine. Yeah, good homie of mine. We worked in the Marriott and joint. Nice. Awesome. But man, yo, oh, this album. Woo! This Great album was fire. A lot of people don't know, but, but Quiet Storm was supposed to be um. Was supposed to be on this album, and they ended up putting it on murder music due to the album getting bootlegged. But that's right. Uh, but nah, HNIC and HNIC. So I know we talked about sequels a couple weeks back, but um, this one also had HNIC two and three. So, but this one I think is like the best of the three. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah. It was a good look for yeah. Prodigy. It was a good look for Prodigy. He he really wanted to do his own thing. He really wanted to create something. He really wanted mm -hmm. to step out and, and, and establish himself as a CEO and a label owner and, and everything like that. He tried to launch it off the ground. Yep, yep. But, uh, Violator 2, did right? Realize, did you What's that? I said, this is Violator uh, uh, 2, right? Like, because he, he executive yes. produced, he executive yes. produced yeah. it. Yeah, it was so Violator, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chris Lighty, Chris Lighty, yeah, the Lighty brothers, they were they were they were the management company. Right, right. And he executive produced this. So I mean, Prodigy is doing numbers, man. I mean, he talk about growth and evolution, man. Absolutely. And he sounds I different from what he did in 95. Oh, yeah. He he, he matured as an artist here. It's right. a shame, though. I know he said he was going diamond in the song, but you know, I uh, went gold. Uh, well, I can't... Hey, you, you say you change your voice. I can't wait for this next album, because I definitely oh, gonna have something to say. Yeah, I, I, I got something know. to say. I got something to say. Now, hold on. Hold on. Now, 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 2001 is an interesting year. Before we get to the album, Mob mm-hmm. Deep played a heavy role in that QP's Finest compilation. Oh, you can't oh, yeah. deny that. Yo, but um, but Prodigy's verse on that joint, Nas blew everybody out. Blown faces, so gauges, no one saves this music mobile role. Oh, oh, that was gangsters. What? Oh my god. That was when I was on my Nas like uh, uh drip. But Prodigy that was on the bridge. On the, on the bridge two, I, I thought Prodigy, I thought Prodigy's verse was kind of lazy on the bridge two thousand one. I thought so too. I wasn't a big Ooh, fan yeah. of my through. Like <laughs> if I made jump, I will, in, I will Yeah, go ahead. I, I will I will tell you that he did come with the flame on the on power rap. He that did oh, power rap, he did. He, he went crazy power on power rap. And he still kept that one. Yeah, yeah. So, wasn't power rap a freestyle, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. P going off top with that one, right? Of course. I mean, that's P for you, right? But if I may just jump back in, you know, what I'm saying I talk about Prodigy and the beef stuff and just the backyard and all that. So if, I don't know if y'all remember, but there was another out, another QB album that dropped under Lake Entertainment called the 41st Side. Yes, yes. So I never I, that. I, educate me because I I never heard it. So it was a small compilation, basically Lake and Nas, you know, there was people. So Lake kind of saw that as like a small little lane to get his stuff jumping up. But um, him and Prodigy, they used to have a relationship where they was cool. And, um, you know, you remember the tunnel and everyone used to pretty much go there and bring their peoples in. But they started cracking down and stuff. So Prodigy told Lake and all of them, like, you know, y'all got to get there early so I can let y'all in. Of course, they didn't. And there was a huge issue between Lake and Prodigy because Lake couldn't get in. And... Lake actually wound up um, hitting Prodigy in the jaw. I, I remember hearing the story. So there was some heat on that. But then when they did the QB album, you know, pretty much, you know, Mega came back in the fold. There was a lot of like making peace and stuff like that. So a part of that making peace was was Lakey and Prodigy. So they did a small exchange where Prodigy appeared on one track on a 41st side album. And in return, Lake gave him a production credit for one of the joints later in the album there. Wow, look at that. And um, we'll get into it. Maybe another podcast will bring Ills back, but a controversial book that Prodigy, audiobook Prodigy released, where he was airing mm. out all the drama. And that that's going to take another podcast because that oh, one right yeah. there put him in a lot yeah, that of was, water. That was crazy. So, so was if crazy. anyone had heard that and you hear Prodigy referencing the name Fakey, he was talking Fake. about Lakey. Oh, Lakey. Oh, yeah. Yep. And he was, yep. I th- and he was on that 41st side too. I think it was Get Back. It was a couple of people, but he was definitely on him. Yeah, P. was on that album. Oh, yeah, the that, man. I, re- I remember them records, man. And, I remember something about we got Sherm the Worm, name name is mentioned. He was there that night. And, yes, sir. Like, like when it went down at the tunnel, it was it was crazy. Cormega was there. Yeah. Everybody was there. Noid was well, there. QB. It was a crazy night. 
Yep. Yeah, right. That was that was. Early. But um. A lot of people, and not to get off topic, but like even on um back to the QB's finest, like we was talking about Havoc and solo songs earlier. Havoc gets on a song without Prodigy on "We Live This" with uh Big Noid and uh Roxanne Shante. Roxanne that, Shante, right, right. Too. Yeah. Love Shante, man. Shout out to Roxanne Shante. We, we, li- we live, we live, breathe, eat, sleep, shit. This that song right. is all. That song is dope. I got but, a joke um, for you guys about that album since you brought it up. You know, you know, I mean, we already talked about the bridge. They actually had to kidnap MC Shan to do that. Song. <laughs> <laughs> and the worst Shan, part is Shan. He, yeah. Nah, he he spits the exact same verse. She loved to hear the story again and again. Yep. How you it know all got why? Started. You know why? You know why? Because they told him to. He didn't want to do the exact same thing, but all those guys that grew up understand, it was like, yo, you got to spit the verse that we remember, the verse that we first heard. You got to start it off the same way. That's nostalgia. Shan wanted to do a whole new verse, say something mm. different. It's like, right. there's like, nah, Shan, like Cormega and Nas, they had to sit down with Shan. It's like, yo, listen, this was the record that put the bridge on the map. You got to start it off the same way. It took well, who knows? Maybe he, he was, maybe, maybe he was afraid that KRS One might have heard it, and that's why he didn't want to do it. No, <laughs> you, really. you just want MC Shan to whoop your ass, don't wrong. you? You just want him to whoop your ass. You know why? You know why? Because Shan took shots at, at KRS on that verse anyway. Yeah, wow. yes, I remember. He pay attention to it. That's crazy. Nah, nah. Shout out, shout, shout out to MC Shan, and, and as QG could testify, I was listening to that man's song in the car the other day. <laughs> your playlist was I'm on shuffle. Your playlist, your playlist was on shuffle, asshole. <laughs> 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 yeah, man, keep it up, man. I'm gonna bring you to QB, and you know, just let you take the F train home, man, and let you walk through the largest yo, projects in America. He, yo, Eric, Eric, he wants to go to QB for stupid reasons. That's the crazy oh, part. Man. Listen, I've been trying. Yo, I told this man QB, like, yo, let's just let's just drive through, man. Nope. Right. You don't want to get away. Your man E said, take you on the F train. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there every day, baby. That's how I get to the barbershop. Listen, oh, that's what it was. You, you know, you know, we, we can't have him do that, yo. <laughs> you nah, know, nah, nah. Well, well, um, well, E, if Al was that goofy back then, he would have taken the Q train too back in the day. <laughs> that's back nah, back in listen, the day. That I, might I, be Right, right. Listen, I, I get off I get off the F train one stop later at Roosevelt Island, all right? I oh man, it. that's oh, another but, uh, <laughs> weirdo joke. That's another island to say. Yeah, oh, that's, that's a different kind of scary over there. It's not at a living dead scary. Yeah. It is. Don't get stuck but, on the train. Um, <laughs> but it's but it's interesting, Mob Deep around this time period, they get involved in the uh Nas Jay Z beef, uh, beef around this time. And as we all know, Nas clearly wins that beef, but that beef even causes issues between Nas and Mob Deep. Right. So, well, uh, before you get to that, before you get to that, now we got to bring in T.O.'s man, Hove. Summer Jam. Well, oh, boy. Well, 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 first of all, before that, Hove should never yeah. mention that damn line about Snoop Crush the, the building. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. That's what happened. When Jay-Z said, it's like New York's been soft ever Snoop came through and crushed the buildings. Prodigy yeah. took offense to that and was like, where Rightful, was you? Rightfully so. He said, Hove, 
Where was you when this was going on? We True story. Here responding back to these guys making exactly. these and hopes and, 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 and you, you was nowhere to be found. And I you know where Jay Z was. And, was, and, was, and, was, and, and I want to go to deep into that because, <laughs> and, you, <laughs> and I want to go deep into that because Jay Z said New York is soft ever since New crushed the buildings. But Jay, let's be real. Brooklyn didn't say anything. Manhattan didn't say anything. Bronx. It was all Queens. Right. All Queens that oh, says something. I love that you're saying that, T.O. Being from Brooklyn, I love you saying that. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm being real. Queens was the one only from New York that said it. Regardless, they was going to make a response. But this Five is people. how the thing. But but this is how it gets hot now because Prodigy is in interviews calling Jay Z a bitch ass nigga and saying all sorts of stuff. So now it's blueprint oh time. Summer Jam is here. That was the original takeover, right? Before he added those Nas verses, correct? Right. And he, right. he, got it. he was the target. And when he said, you was a ballerina, I got the pictures, I seen you. Those pictures of Prodigy as a kid doing the Michael Jackson, he, he wasn't in a ballet outfit or none of that. Yeah, or none he was of that. in a regular school joint, right? Mm-hmm. He... he, he who didn't want to be Michael hard. Jackson as a kid? <laughs> exactly. I still want to be like Michael Jackson, too. I'm still trying yeah. to get jackets. I'm trying to do that moonwalk. Exactly. Here's the controversy. Wait, wait. Here's oh. the controversy. That, that picture, for years, he had to deal with being the alleged accuser of bringing that picture to Jay-Z. It was not Ashanti. Wrong. Oh, it I thought was it was. Irv. It oh. was Irv. You're kidding me. Yo, let me what tell you happened? something. This nigga Irv always plays two sides right. of the story. We're gonna put this yeah, right. Irv, Irv is a snake, man. That and that man he tried to sign Nas himself. the next year. He exposed oh, himself for right. a chance. Here's what happened. Ashanti and Prodigy grew up together. Ashanti yes, was at the same dance studio with Prodigy when they were kids. So she had these pictures in her photo album at her house. Was messing with Ashanti at the time. Irv used to shack up with Ashanti, so Irv saw the picture in the album and took the picture. And he grabbed him up and gave it to Jay, and gave mm, it to Jay Z as ammunition. And he kept his mouth shut the entire time because people are trying to figure out where is this picture from. Right, and then they thought, oh, Ashanti went there. She's with. Them murder ink, Irv, all that, but they didn't think of Irv at all. They thought it was a shot. Wow. Wait, 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 wait. I'm wait. Ashanti went all the way from Glen Cove to that school. You know how you know how long that drive is. Yeah, that school was in Jamaica Avenue. Right, right. It was Glen Cove, Long Island. Well, back yeah. at that time, Tio, there probably wasn't a lot of those uh, studios available, so you kind of had to get you know go where you could. But like, exactly. I, my my curiosity though about that is, um, how did Ashanti uh, uh deal with like how did she like address this or did she, she was very upset? She was very upset. She was she was upset and hurt because she was her and Prodigy was cool. They were and close. Prodigy, right, right. Yeah, and Prodigy Prodigy was more confused if if, if anything because he because oh. he brushed it off and hurt like he, yeah it hurt. Right. He, didn't, he didn't take it he didn't take it as serious as he should have. He kind of just was like, ah, whatever, it's a, it's a picture. But then 
it started getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And it started, the, the fire started to grow now. And then now Mob Deep is getting dissed. It's like, oh, you, you, you fake, you, 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 and that rarely all that happens. stuff you said right. in the rhyme, all that stuff you said in the rhyme. All, all those real. years Look of credibility, you. right. All those years of credibility that they were building down the toilet, which exactly. is I hate to hear bad news. Like, even though he addressed it, subliminally taking shots at Jay again on the learning. But... We're going to get into that. Oh, and okay. that's another thing, too. Vita. Vita is a Murder, Inc. artist. Yeah, yes, thank She you. was supposed thank to have a verse. She was supposed to have a verse on the learning. And the learning, you know, P is taking shots at home. So what does Jay-Z do? He tells Irv, yo, take Vita off that record. You and after video, off that record, after exactly, he says, "Wow, you off, never work with you again, Irv. Me and you were done." But if I may jump in, this also stemmed from the beef between um E Money Bags and Preem, because E Money Bags was down with with Mob Deep. He from Left Rack and all that. You know, Prodigy got his roots there, but you know they had um a huge beef with Preem, and those guys was telling um. Prodigy and them to stay clear from E Money Bags because he was hot, and you know caught up to E Money Bags. God rest his soul. And they took him out, but that stemmed from that one as well. That beat. Hey, you know what else too, Eric? You know what else too? I'm glad you. I'm glad you mentioned E Money Bags. Jay Z had an artist named H Money Bags. Oh God, yeah. Jeez. Oh, uh, wasn't he? Wasn't <laughs> yeah, I like your reaction. Bag, you know, that, <laughs> the, um, he was on the remix to that Memphis Bleak song. Uh, I oh, think the man. name is slipping. Got it. Thursday night trash. That's what it's what it should have been called. <laughs> so <laughs> so was, I agree with you because it was trash. So, so wait, 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 hold on, hold on, wait, 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 wait. I'm not trying to cut you off. Wait, what was trash? The Memphis Bleak song? That remix, the verse. Yeah. yeah. Man, it sounded like he ate you. beans and freeway for dinner and try to talk like a Masam. I don't know. He, he was not good. Wait, wait. You terrible. talk. We talk about the. You talk about the Mind Right remix? I like yeah. that remix. What are you talking about? I like about? the original. The original oh, was cool. The original I like the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was disannounced in that one, Memphis Bleak was. Right, right. And you, I remember that. But, like, I like the original one way, way better. The newer one sounded like nobody, like, they, they didn't sound like they belonged on that track. Agreed. You know what's weird? You realize that. Because, remember, Memphis Bleak was also involved in partially Brooklyn versus Queens yes. type beef, too. Yeah, that's how it. That's how it really got started. Like it took away the subliminals after once Bleak got into it, and he said that line. That's what caused Nas to say that line on QB's finest. Yes, sir. In response to what? In, in response to that. But what really happened with H Money Bags and Jay Z, E Money Bags and Prodigy, set up Hot ninety seven when Jay and H Money Bags was up there. And you know, at the time, you got that direct line where you could where you could get into as an artist. Mm -hmm. So you know, e money bag, e money bags is like what? H money bags? Hold on, I'm gonna call Hot 97 right now. It yeah. was on like that, and and H money and e money bags knew Jay Z personally, so he was like, "How could you have a guy named H money? You're not telling your man's that there's another money bags out there that was out there first, right?" Exactly. Because I think him and Jay went to high school together, E-Money Bags. They went to, you got it. There's the connection. Wow. Yeah. Right there. Small world, um, yeah. All these dudes. Small world. <laughs> you would think, like, if you don't do your homework, you would think that these dudes were all just separate artists doing their own thing. You know what I mean? Right. There's a lot of history between these guys that 
are you know that that comes out of the surface. Yes, sir. Exactly. Like, I, like I didn't I didn't really think anything of like when I saw like when Jay Z put those pictures up and everything. I thought it was foul. You know what I'm saying? But I, I thought it was foul too. It, it was. was it was foul. But again, Irv Gotti he got involved in everything. He got That's involved true. in Nas and Jay Z. He That's produced. True. He he produced Super Ugly. Wow, look at that, and then try to sign, like you said, T.O., right? Think about that. that well, ain't that, that something that, that, that man pledge? Yep, and Al, Al mentioned that he was on the pledge. Look at but that. You know something, but you know something, fellas, is interesting now when you look at that. How scared to go to that level? Prodigy, Mob Deep, was that much of a threat that you had to, you had to, you had to use another tactic? You couldn't just say what you had to say on wax. You had to put up a picture. Summer Jam screen. It's, I mean, QG is as messed up as it is. It's chess, right? It's chess, not chess. Chess. It's chess. You know, and like, and, then, and, and, right. and yeah, and, and Jay, you know, Jay had a lot of clout, man. I mean, he he had a lot of pull, so I'm sure he was trying to use it to his advantage, and he knew the 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 whole concept of competition and everything like that. It was probably yeah. what motivated him too to you know even pursue the whole Nas thing because it's like once he. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Was out of the picture. It was like, oh, I right, well. I but guess. you know something, guys. I feel, I feel, I feel. A lot of people were very harsh on Infamy more than they had to be. Infamy wasn't trash. It wasn't. Infamy that, was good. It was. It, it, to me, it's not a classic, but it's a good album. A good, I good album. Uh, sold out. A lot of fans felt. My oh, with Hey Love. Oh, yeah. I, Thank you. I didn't like it. I wanted to get into that. I wanted to get into that. No, like my man Mike Gruber's haircut. Don't like it. Talk about it, E. Talk about it, Eric. Talk about it. Ah, man. Halo, I'm sorry, man. It just didn't do it for me. And the keys, I got the keys to the handcuffs. Ah. <laughs> That's so ah. all I got. Ah. I got the keys. Ah. Hold on, wait. Ah. But nah, it's. Y'all want to talk? Y'all want to talk? But nah, it's more to that. Yep. Prodigy trying to talk smooth, I couldn't take serious. Yeah, for it, T.O. For it up. That was one. Y'all want to talk? Y'all want to talk? Y'all want to talk about songs that don't fit? How about? And y'all know I like to sing hooks. Get away! Oh, get away! Was cool. I you like get away. Smooth. Listen, man. That that's one of my favorite joints. Word. The reason why, like, yo, the sample to me was dope, and it was like a real, a real slow. No, the beat. Melodic. No, the beat was the beat was fire, but. I don't I like, know, man. I like the way they went back and forth. I don't know, man. I, yeah, I, I was feeling it. I think the song the line decent. go? But, but, the line go again? I swear these niggas like bitches. Why is that? Because these niggas always laying on their back. Come on. <laughs> but this, but this was, but this was also stemming. This also stemmed from like you see the transition of the style from Prodigy now. Yes, that's what I was gonna address. Talk about it, Steve. That, and, and before you talk about the E.L., I know you got another track that you like on that album. Which is? Oh, there I go why again. Why you getting this full star, yep. man? Because I, I, I know how he gets. I know how he gets. Oh, oh Ronald oh. Isley? Yes. Any rap song with Ron Isley is a favorite of mine. Yeah, but it was... But Ills at that time, and you know, and, and Eric, you was there. For, I mean, in SJP, Ills, how did you feel about that with, with Infamy and Prodigy changing his style like that? I hated it. I, but you know, it was one of the things though that like I, I didn't like it at all because I felt like he was, I felt like he was lazy. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. felt like he didn't take 
that old craft serious. But, however, I will say this. I think that Mob Deep at this time, they were go- they were undergoing a hefty evolution. You know what I'm saying? Like, the songs are still dark, but they're more yes. exotic. You know what I'm saying? Havoc is evolving as a producer. And they, I think they, because- they was making more they was making more radio friendly stuff. Yes. That's correct. Because they wasn't selling as much. It's crazy. It absolutely. And one of the things like y'all are probably gonna hate me for this, man, but like I'm I'm very like I didn't like the Hey Love at all. And I also didn't like I didn't like the learning either. I don't know why. I just and that was one of the that was one of the most leading songs. But and I heard and one of the reasons why I hated it was because they took Vito off of it. Because I heard the original version and I thought it was Yeah. They could have elevated her career. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So I felt like they took a lot of strange directions creatively with Infamy, but it's not a whack album. Like it's not the um Bounce is one of my favorites. You know Clap. Clap Clap. Clap is one of my joints. My Uh, gas fit in. My gas fit in. And I like the the one with with Ron Isley. I thought it was a little awkward, but I felt like it was you know, again, it was a dark, gritty sound, and having Ronald Isley there was like the, 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 yeah. the, the top. You know what I'm saying? The cherry on top, man. Right. I, I got to you know, like anything. You know, Prodigy, was... Prodigy disappointed me. Wait, but my I bad, was QG. Waiting... What's up? No, I'm sorry, cause yo, I, my bad, a cup. But remember what I said? He had beef with E Money Bag. Oh, not E Money Bag. Sorry, he had beef with Lakey, and he had um just coming off the Jay Z thing. If you listen right. to this album, Prodigy was not rapping. He was talking. And yeah. He was talking. Angrily right. talking. I'm, it was a lot and, of emotion. And, and, so. I'm, and I'm glad you mentioned that, E, because I felt like that whole thing with Summer Jam sort of changed him, too. That's how yeah. I felt as a he fan perspective. Yeah, I agree I'm with that. Bill said it earlier. I'm glad you brought that. Bill said it earlier that nobody came at Mob Deep like that. Mob Deep was like kind of like MOP, you know, just go at the mob like that. So like when right. Jay-Z publicly humiliated him, it definitely, yeah. definitely dented the chain in Mob Deep's armor. Yes. It did. Because when Crawling came out, I wanted more. I'm like, no, Word. Right. No, but, but yeah, it, it's like like I said, like you said, P became lazy, changed his style. Like I know I get on, hey look. Hey, love, I want to hold you and talk to you. <laughs> Put my arm around your shoulder and walk with yeah. you. I'm like, hey, yeah, it doesn't sound smooth. Next song. That's what we tried, Ills. Next song. Next song. You remember that Mature Love record? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Yo, the same, we, we tried the same thing. We tried, we tried that because, and that's the thing. I think, I, I, I don't know if it was uh, a T.O. or Smooth who said it, that they were trying to make the more friendly. Uh, the, yeah, uh, they were. They were trying to make radio records. Right, but they it were. was. Like, you were. went from you went from let a hoe be a hoe and you put your shit down my throat to that, and it was just. <laughs> Word. I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't a fan of handcuffs. Me, I yeah. hate that song, yo. I'm sorry. I like that song. I'm not a fan I of that joke. Not a fan of that song. That's two songs oh, in a row you skip: handcuffs and Hey Love. Oh, yeah. <laughs> This get to the learning. This was one of the first albums that you had to skip around on a Bob. Mm-hmm. He's right, which is crazy because you had, you know, three consecutive albums where you don't really have to touch nothing. You know, yeah. what I'm saying? yeah, right. He's right. Yeah. 
I mean, again, once again, the tradition will still continue because Noid was still there for two. True. Tracks. Absolutely. Hurt niggas is not. Hurt niggas around. was good too. Hurt niggas was good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Hurt niggas was tough. And you had Scott Scorch or Storch. Scott Scorch. Scott Scorch. Scott Scorch. Get Scott Storch and his fraudulent ass out of here, man. You just mad because he whooped Manny Fresh ass, man. He didn't whoop that. How many times I got to tell you? How many times I got to tell how Did many times I gotta tell you? And smooth ain't talk about it yet. That's crazy. No, no. no I've talked about it on this show. Listen, I'm talking about this show. <laughs> right, 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 right. Because, because, because Scott Scorch, because Scott Scorch made him go back eating bread and bologna all over. Hey, damn. <laughs> yo, man. yo. First off, the man Scott Storch, he, he he played songs that he assisted on, not that he produced. Ooh, so he's a fraud. I take that, that battle. I, d- I demand a recount, but anywho. Bread and bologna. He won. No. If it was between bread and bologna and hey love, I think I'd just go deaf. <laughs> you can have my ears. I don't want them. <laughs> but, 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 but you know something? But you know something? And the sad part, too, about, about this whole thing, you guys ever saw the interview with Prodigy where he talks about, where he talked to Nas, and he was like, yo, man, me and you need to go at that nigga. These niggas mm. is talking about us, and you know Nas turned it down. He was like, "Nah, wow. I, ain't, I ain't trying to go with all that." And you guys mentioned it earlier too. I'm glad you brought this back up. I'm glad I brought up Nas again. You got Jay dissing him, and you got Nas dissing him. Destroy and rebuild. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was yeah. Bad for me. He was hurt. Super bad. hurt. That was. Hurtful. I can't. I, I couldn't. Like yo. But yo, when you look at Nas, like Nas, Nas, Nas in on one during this Ether era, or since it was getting near the end of the year anyway, he threw shots at Cormega. I was happy he addressed Mega, because Mega was dissing him, and then he addressed Nature, but Nature. that pro- and Nori, Nori said it in an interview. He was like, yo, Nas, you could have left that part out about P, man. Y'all could have had a conversation. You didn't exactly. have to. Exactly. Yeah, that is. And then he got sensitive, so he threw Nori under the bus too on the Angie Martinez show. Yeah, but, but but here's the thing: I understand why Nas went at P because look at it from this perspective: he got at P because he he felt P was saying some slick stuff to him on records, and at the same time, he's appearing. You know what the record that did it is, and this is one of your favorite ills, Fun and Kiko. Oh, who is Cormega talking about on that verse? Right, and of course the beef with Mega where he was like, who's tell you telling and you afraid of felony, you make mm. it sound like nigga selling, where it's like you exploit niggas' lives and your rhymes and then avoid them, like, so they was really getting at him, you know, with that whole Wait, what, so, what, so, what song was that? Dunny Kiko You know, I'm glad You know what the funny That's part is? On Mega album, it's uh you, you, Yeah, you know what's weird? I'm glad y'all mentioned that because you know how many times that Nas would appear on um, Nas and Mob Deep did things, but then all of a sudden you see Mob Deep and Comega do things a lot too. Right. Like right. another song that I liked from them was Killer Steam. Oh, oh yeah. Crazy. Hell yeah. I heard that off a mixtape. I don't even know what album it made it to, but I heard that off one of the bootlegs or the mixtape. Yeah. I thought it was yeah, on Comega's yeah. album, but I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah the realness. Was, uh, they actually put it on the realness. Yeah, they did. It was on the shelf debut. Yes, sir. You got it. Yes. It was, right. it was the testament. The Isn't testament it? didn't come out. And oh, then later on, it did. 
But isn't it isn't it true, QG, like that they were talking about Nas on that song too, supposedly, right? You could you could say that. You could mm-hmm. say that. The way the way that it was going, so you know Nas is hearing this. So he felt the way about it. So he's like, you know what? I'ma just I'ma just address P. I'ma just say it. And and even at the end of the story rebuild, what did he say? P, I got love for you, man. You know I love you. You gotta get them unloyal niggas out your yeah, circle. circle. That's right. Yo, when he yeah, went off on when he went off on the engine, really bad, man. But when he went off on Angie Martinez, and then he was like, "Yo, Nori, I love you, brother, but you gotta step your rhymes up, man. This is cool." I was like, "Yo, <laughs> so now, so, so now, so now, so now, so now, so now, so now this now this tension in in the game now because you notice Nas is not on the Infamy album, even though he shouted out shouted them out on that on the remix with Brandy. We was like. We make love to that song like uh, Mob Deep in 112. Like he was still shouting them out here and there, but now this by Jay, he gets this by Nas, and now there's a gap from Infamy to their next album. So Candyman, see that? Oh, good lord! Well, y'all know what I like to say when I tell y'all people wasn't checking for this, and I definitely wasn't checking uh, for this album. That's Amer- a lot. America's nightmare. I wasn't what? checking for America's nightmare. No, uh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't uh, hear this. I'm glad you hear Ills. Talk to him, please. Listen. Wait, 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 wait. Go Before ahead. you start, go ahead, smooth. America, America, out of all their catalog, because y- y'all know I'm a record collector. Obviously, Juvenile Hell is hard to find. That shit is $902 on eBay. I saw that on Amazon today, bro. <laughs> but, but. America's Nightmare, with the exception of Juvenile Hell, America's Nightmare is the only uh, Mob Deep album I don't have and I don't want it. I didn't hear. I streamed that on Title last week. I think you're mistaking America's Nightmare for Blood Money, but I don't. I'm sorry, Els. Can you repeat that again? I'll just 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 let you know. Repeat that again, Mister. I think Smooth is mistaking that album for Blood Money because America's Nightmare to me. It was a resurgence. Like it's so funny because like a lot of the albums have like a personal. Uh, I'm sure it's the same for y'all. You know what I'm saying? But like a lot of these albums in the, in the 2000s, for me they were like they mean something. Like I bought America's Nightmare the same day I had bought my system to my whip. Nice. So I was able to throw that in the deck, and that first joint they wanted. I was there. Nigga, we right yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> even though, I mean, listen, even though, yes, they kind of took it, you know, the whole Ice Cube thing. Like, I, I get that. But that, like, to me, that album is superbly underrated. Okay. Mm. First, you got the joint, uh, the, uh, got it twisted. Dope track. Okay. Oh, right. You know, Alchemist is best right there. You know what I'm saying? And, and then you got, like, I just want to let, and then you got the, uh, uh, you, I think they put the remix with Twister on there. At the end, yep. Yep, you got it. Yes, right. Did. You know what I'm saying? That's just one joint. You know what I'm saying? Then you got, and the one with Kanye is so-so, but the fact that I'll they were- hands. I stole your hands. Yeah. Right. That, that the fact that they were um, able to work with, uh, uh, you know, a newer producer and stuff like that and still hold their own was dope. One of my favorite songs- Nate said the one with Jada Kiss. Oh, never mind. Oh, listen, hold that on. Was that was hot too. I like the original of that one too. The joint, right? And they had one of ours, part one. I believe on soundtrack. Oh, on that's soundtrack. right. Okay, I heard it on a, on a, a, a mixtape. But you're right. You're right. Uh, the one with um, 
Nate Dog. Oh, oh my dunk. God. Dunk, dunk. He just want to set me up to watch me die. Buy me up and put me in the trunk and say, you can't tell me that that joint is not insane crazy. And oh, then the joint and then the joint with Lil John. I mean Oh, I, I didn't I'm sorry. I didn't like that one, man. Real gangsters. Uh, I'm sorry. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Real gangsters with so-so. It's not the best, but I thought it was dope. You know what I'm saying? I thought it was a good club banger. It was a good club song, you know what I'm saying, for them to kind of get back into the commercial, you know what I'm saying, that that they hadn't been. Because to me, it was like there was a big gap between Infamy and America's Nightmare. You had like maybe three and a half And years. it's the new label. Yeah. And it's the new yeah. label. They're That's on time now. About that. But you know what the thing is about Background America's job. Nightmare? Once again, the traditional t- continues because we got my man, Noy, back. Yo, Noy, yeah. Noy, Noy, Noy was on there, there, right? And then you know, that song is actually one of my favorites. It was a dope song with Littles. Littles, yo, Littles was one of my favorites too because he had that voice. But listen, it was that one. It was, and you know, you know what song I loved on there? Never change. I don't know why. Underrated me, song. It yeah. was a very simple. Like this album, you do have to skip around, but I liked America's Nightmare way more than I liked Infamy, and the joint with Jada. Oh, one of ours. Yeah. Like oh, an yeah. underrated song right there. Oh my god. Yeah. Of course, yeah, of course Jada went off. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, talk about it, it, Eric. What did you think about it? What did you think about man. America's Nightmare when you first heard it? Oh uh, man, you know what, man? Like I could respect the artistry perspective that my man Ills is coming with, right? But like, you know, I feel like it gets it doesn't get the same credit because it kind of reminds me of Nostradamus a bit because it wow. did have that vintage mob feel. But mm-hmm. you know, you got songs like Shorty Wop. I just oh, yeah, no. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry, man. I got you. But you got win or lose. Yeah. Man, what a great way to open the album with the yeah. second track yeah. right there. Win or lose was dope. Flood the block, you know. I love win or lose. I thought, I thought Flood the Block was good. I like that one. It was Winner cool. Was I feel like it was just an album filler. Um yeah, yeah. But like, you know, you get to co- the middle of the album, got it twisted right there, man. Like I said, Alchemist. Killed that joint right there, yeah. but um, yeah. songs like you know, real gangsters with Little John. It's just you know, you kind of what's going on? Like nah, next, you know, that's how I felt about that joint. Okay. But um, I'm kind of infamous mob biased here, so you know, I bumped it, of course, you know. But uh, it's just hard to live up to that standard that they used to have, and I feel like you know, Prodigy still was getting his win back. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, right. From Hove and Lakey and all the beefs he had and stuff that he kind of you know created himself at times. But you know, America's nightmare. I give it like a 3.8 out of five mics. Oh, okay. I mean, and you know something? I'm glad you guys brought that up because, you know, we mentioned the label change. Now they're off of Loud. Loud, loud is now. They folded. Just, right. So they got to go somewhere else. And then you heard Havoc say, trying to get with Britney, so I made Job side me. Because, hey. you know, Britney Spears was, you know, was with Job Records. And, and Mac, you could cover this. Your man prodigy did say Christina Aguilera. You said that, on- <laughs> <laughs> said that too, right? Yep. Now we're getting into, but hey, but all of us can agree. This album, 16 songs. Yeah, that's true. 16 yeah. songs. It was a full joint. Hav- it was a full yep. joint. Yep. And, and besides Havoc, the Alchemist stepped it up even harder. 
Absolutely. Oh, that guy. Kanye West. I, I, I love the. I, I love. I mean, this is a good song, but I still like the production of it more than anything. And, and at yeah. the same time, I, I mean, it's you look at the years two thousand and four. Little John is really starting to get out there. So this yeah. was a way of trying to ride that wave of yep, what yep. Going. And it Little was John was. Didn't he have his album that Ice Cube was on roll call and all them shits? So he was everywhere in 2004. John was hot. Lil right. John was the hot was a hot producer at that that's time. That's what I'm so saying. It was business. That I agree what? with you. What? Yeah. I agree, I agree with you on that. And and I felt like if you think about it, like what well, it, it was the right move. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It didn't do it didn't give them the the allure that it might it, that it should have, but it wasn't a bad move. You know what I'm saying? I think right. that album, to me, I think the album would be missing something if you took that track off. Because I actually like that song. Mm. And I like the fact that, like, and this is another thing, too, like, Mom Deep has a formula. To me, the joint that they did with Little John isn't their formula. And it's different. Right. It's good different. Right. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, right. like, you know, sometimes you got to, like, really give artists credit for, for going out of their element to do yep. something different. And that's why I like this song so much. It's not like right. the most amazing, like, you know what I'm saying? It's nothing like, you know what I mean, Extortion or, or Quiet Storm, not at all. Right. But it's right. a bad joint. See, and that's why I said it was, I could respect the artistry's pr perspective that you're I coming know. with. And that's the beautiful thing about this podcast and the fellas, you know, we working with it, we have on as guests that not all of us are going to come to a collective and agree all the time. But, you know, our listeners, they may feel, you know, what you're saying, is, they may feel what QG is saying. Well, I appreciate it. You know yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I love and hip hop over here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just, and I, now, we're buttering now, unfortunately, the part, the part, the part, the part we're not going to disagree on. Uh, oh no, we are definitely gonna disagree through. on. We're getting. Uh, uh, we are gonna disagree. It's been brewing. So let me listen. Let me listen. So go ahead. I'm my fault. Go ahead. Oh, I can't wait to get my turn on this. <laughs> so Bob Deep signs the G Unit in 2005, right? Okay. Matter of fact, you know what? How does y'all feel about yeah. that? I felt. I felt. Let's go around the room. I felt confused because. I know 50 Cent wasn't really trying to diss Mob Deep on Piggy Bank, but it just was it was just a weird thing. And I felt like this was desperation on Mob Deep's end. Yeah. Wow. They needed revival. Oh yeah. uh, man. I I loved it. <laughs> At first, I loved it. Right. Because they had right. MOP. It was like the Golden State Warriors before the Warriors. Oh, and okay. they had Two like of the that. most grittiest groups, as I mentioned earlier, with MOP and Mob Deep. Man, you know, I thought they was going to take over the world. But once the album came out, yeah. I can't even be biased on this yeah. one, man. There was a lot of haymakers thrown that everybody was just ducking and not with. So, E, I definitely agree with you on that. Um, I was excited. I, I thought that this was going to be a new venture for Mob. And, you, you know, you, I'm a man that's about unification. You know what I'm saying? So you got two Queens Titans, you know, yes, so you got Southside coming together with Queensbridge. And I said, okay, they're going to get, they're going to, they're going to make, they're going to break bread. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I, I thought that they were going to do really, really beautiful things. I will say this, like some of the tracks that they did with the, with the other 
the members of G Unit were pretty good. I liked the chemistry that Fifty had with Mob Deep. I liked the chemistry that Banks and Young Buck had with Mob Deep. I thought that they sounded really good together. But Blood Money to me was a big disappointment, and I felt yeah, I agree. Um, 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 uh, hold on, hold on, yo, I got you. <laughs> I felt like they should have done more with because they to me they only did a few tracks at 50 you know like and the ones that i liked were you know out of control i like that have a party and me me and me and qg i mean we <laughs> we used to go back and forth with put them in place, you know what i'm saying and that like put them in a place was dope i love that Damn. song that's the only song I could probably tolerate from that whole album. My issue with this album is 50 did not allow Mob Deep to be Mob Deep. That, that see, was my he, problem. Even though he said he would, he didn't. Thank you, T.O. He didn't. Yes. What, this was a G-Unit sounding album. Biggest yeah, right. issue. Yeah. My biggest disappointment was not only the songs, there was no big noise. I was waiting for him. <laughs> you know what? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm glad you playing that. No, no, no. Yeah, because oh, Kevin man. Hart, because you know what? I like that instrumental. Kevin Hart used it from I'm a Grown Little Man. Now, oh, oh, but you know, but you know another problem. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What was the problem? Al, 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 we're going to get to you, but let's air out our grievances. The content. Yeah, listen, I. Repetitive. It's not the same. Right. Come on, come on. You're talking about as if Queens be buried. Now we party with Halle Berry. Yeah, you should not be partying with Halle Berry. You should not be partying with Halle Berry. No, no, no. No, they didn't. And I hate to be the bad news, guys. And here's my thing. I would have enjoyed this album if 50 would allow Mob Deep to continue the formula. Although, yeah, hold on. although you you shut your mouth, Jabroni. Let the rock speak. <laughs> although, <laughs> although, another problem. Although, another wait, problem. Hold, hold up, QG. I got you. Go ahead, let's see. Let's Another thing. I would have enjoyed Mob Deep if they would have had one track with all G Unit members. Yes. I would have liked that. That been a great idea. I would have I mean, liked that. They but did it. This, oh. My bad. Yeah. On 300 no, shots, well, they did it. But yeah, where was more of that? That, yeah. that, yeah, that doesn't that. count. But that doesn't right, count. I mean, for me. I mean, I mean, for the album, for the album itself. Yeah, it wasn't on anything. Yeah. It was just a real Wait, hold on. Hold on. Technically, they did do a song with all the G Unit because they was on um, uh, what's the name of the song off the the movie soundtrack? Fuck, oh, I don't know. Um, I don't officer. know. Officer. But yeah, I'm talking about on, I'm talking about on their album. And 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 my other issue was I felt like this was almost an EP for Fifty Cent. Interesting. Yeah. Good take. Good take. I understand this is G Unit, but this was more marketing for Fifty more than right. Mob Deep. That's yeah. how I took it. I yeah, felt like this was more. I exactly. felt like this was more of advantage for Fifty Cent than Mob Deep. Now, get don't get me wrong. You got this goofball talking about the productions that's polished. It wasn't even shoe polish. But let me say this: <laughs> these beats, <laughs> these beats, these beats fit more for like Fifty Banks, Yayo, and even Buck. Exactly. I couldn't. I mean, Havoc he did produce most of the album, and Alchemist only had one track. That's it crazy. was lazy. 
It right. was lazy. It was lazy. It was lazy. Exactly. It was lazy. It was lackluster. Ills, you and I had this conversation that they that, that they were bragging about getting Porsches and Listen. all this stuff like that. Wait, and uh, that's, that's, it. that's why right. I did not like that direction. Now, now, wait, now, like, now, now, wait, hold on. Before, deep you go, before you go out, before you go out, uh, let me let me let me just finish this off. We heard out of control remix. On the on, on on the massacre special edition. Garbage. You go. Garbage. Have a party. Have a party. We heard that on the soundtrack. And remember, and I like on Pearly Gates, I couldn't thing. stand it. On Pearly Gates, they cut Prodigy's verse all up around because of the stuff mm-hmm. he was saying about Jesus. Yeah. Wow, look at that. Which is a funny thing because Nas said that one time too. Right. Yeah, right, right, right. But- right. But now, but now, we now? different times now go now. Absolutely. Now we're on Interscope now. So right. now you got Jimmy Iovine, you got all these guys in the air. I mean, think about it. Capital P, Bandana P, P A J V R. A B C D. You know what? And I hate and and and, and, and like and Prodigy got really sleepy with his rhymes. Oh. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. I was I yeah. love him dearly. You know what's so crazy? Like there are a small, and this is, you know, I'm gonna let smooth. You know, what I'm saying you, you, you could retort, you could retort to this, but to me, it was like there was a lot. Like the songs on here that were good were too few. You know what I'm saying? Like I even, like I even liked the one with Young Buck. I thought the one with Young Buck was pretty cool. I hated click that? click with Tony Ayo. That. Song was trash. That Knight Rider yeah, soundtrack. <laughs> they got that Knight Rider in the background. And oh. yo, in love with the Maula? Stop, please. Oh God. Like, like, <laughs> like, like, like I, like I said, the only song I may take from that whole album is probably put him in a place. Smoke it was boring to me. Creek was boring to me. It's all right was definitely boring to me. No disrespect to Mary being on there. And. and <sighs> Nothing really stands out except put put them in a place. To be honest with you, right. and, and then on top of that, when you listen, there was a time that Mob Deep, I forgot where they performed in New York. They had the concert. I think it was free. At City Every, Field. Was it City Field? I couldn't remember. I know the message. When you put them in their place, I know, their that's the only song from Blood Money they performed. Other, you never. You 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 act like there's no such thing as time constraints, my man. They can't perform every song in a Alfred, catalog. They know what the people want to hear. <laughs> they sure as hell don't want to hit me high and hit me low. All right, so Al, so Al, this is your opportunity. Tell everybody about Blood Money. Go ahead. So first off, since y'all More speaking like all this money. blasphemy, but since y'all speaking all this blasphemy in here, first I gotta come set the record straight. Smith. Oh, stop st- stealing Stephanie Smith's rhyme, please. Don't do that. Anyway, Only- so first of all, production. I want to hear this production wise. Production wise, I'm not. I'm not talking about what the hell is that? He's snoring. He's sleeping. In the background. <laughs> First, let, all right, hold on. I let y'all speak. Let me speak, man. Right, First let, off, let, let him go. Let him go. All the production. I'm not talking about lyrics. I'm not talking about features. I'm not talking about artwork. I'm not talking about nothing that was set on the album. Just strictly the beats. These are the most. These are the best sounding beats Mob Deep ever rapped over. Oh, oh, no. No. If you're gonna yes, argue no. that engineering was good, I can understand that. You can't come to Queensbridge. I'm sorry. 
I can't hear you, bro. I can't even save you, man. You can't come to Queensbridge. I'm sorry, man. I can't save you, bro. Good. Listen. Good. That, that okay, can't wait. So, wait. So, so the so the production so the production on this album wasn't good. That's what compared to the other stuff. Yes. Compared to the classics. You have your right to your opinion, but I think the majority opinion of hip hop heads. Uh, oh, right. You know what I did love about this album? The album cover. No, and then the the album is their most. Their. Go ahead, go ahead, Tio. Oh, no, and now no. I'm getting fired up. Go ahead. No, Al, 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 yeah, I want to hear Al. No, Al, what Yo. else you got? I want some more hot takes. And this, this, this album is polished. It's polished. When else you gonna hear my beef rap over Dr. Dre? They're Dr. Dre production. What are you talking oh, about? That like, song was boring. Out of control. Well, like Dr. Dre from the firm. Right. He once said, "A throwaway Dr. Dre beat." That was, was a throwaway Dr. Dre track. Yeah, throwaway. they chose. They probably went into the wrong Dr. Dre vault to get these beats out. <laughs> they went to the Yo. Dr. Dre D R A, not D R E. Different Dr. Yeah, Dre. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the one they used to do with Ed Lover, maybe that Dr. Dre. I don't know. But you what else nah, you got, but, Candy Man? Yeah, what else you got, Candy? Nah, but but nah, but then but then you, you take a look at it, you talk about oh, it's not it was not the same mob deep formula. Of course not. They didn't need to stab nobody in the brain with their nose bone because they had money Al, now. They, Al, they, they Al, Al, stabbing nobody. Wait, Al, hold on, wait, hold on, wait, 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 wait. I don't, let them go. The hell with tradition, you got money now. So yes, they was partying with Holly Berry. This is how we do it when we do it to the motherfucking club. You know how mad when he's not harmonizing. He just, Trash. man, exactly. he ain't even the hook. He on yelled the hook. That, Listen. You, nah, you come could, on. Come. And, no, and, no, and then also, they got money now. So, of course, we ain't come here to start no drama. We just looking for our future baby that mamas. Yes, because so y'all garbage. don't know shit no more. Garbage. Okay. Garbage. Jesus, Jesus so Christ, you could, man. You I could see where you're coming from, but it ain't for me. You could you could tell that this is the weakest album because it's the cheapest one on Amazon. Number one, and number two, number two. Don't think don't think that we didn't see the hundred and forty four good reviews you put on this because that's all I see. Oh wow! You did all I that. You and you know my thing is. It, it did it do well sales wise? It sure did. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing: of course, this they was gonna sell more or uh, gonna sell because this is a time like yo, they on G Unit. Mob D fans are interested, so of course right. they gonna cop the album. But if you really look at their reaction after the album, they'll throw it away. Yeah, if you look at, I mean, looking at looking at just the reviews right now, it got it got you know below sixties. You know what I'm saying? It got you know the two. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, listen, listen. Like there I know, was only one song on this album I did not like. One song? That's sad. Just one song. <laughs> the only song I don't like is Click Click. Other than Click Click, I mess with the whole album. Wow. Unfortunately, unfortunately it, for you, unfortunately for you, you have tarnished the legacy of Mob Deep by liking <laughs> that album. Because let me tell you something. To see Prodigy dance around in a G-Unit shirt, no. Yeah. That was bad. And they that all got terrible. matching tattoos. Matching that, that tattoos. That was another thing. 
that was another thing that bothered me, bro. Like that guy, I was like, it's one thing to sell your soul for a portion of one point four million dollar deal. It's a whole nother to sell your soul and get matching tattoos. That's and amazing. your skin. And and then on top of that, when you look at G Unit as a whole, it did great. But at the same time, G Unit is more based on Fifty Banks, Yayo, and even Buck. No one's you Maze didn't make much noise. MOP unfortunately didn't make much noise. My right. Deep did, but this was more into 50's favor. This I game felt, was more for I 50 felt more than my Deep. So I felt day, more oh, bad oh, for oh. MOP. I felt more bad for MOP because they was with Rockefeller and that didn't work out. So right. now you go to G Unit and it's like they had that. You guys remember the double XL cover? Yeah, yeah. All the cover? Yeah, yeah. That was a huge spread that they had right there. Right. So now the momentum is behind G Unit. But what do you do for artists that you did not start with? Guys that you did, now 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 fifty, you have you got a more of a challenge because these are people who were established already. Right. right. So now mm-hmm. you gotta take them and try to rebrand right. them and reintroduce them under a new formula. Right. It, it would, just didn't work. It would be it, it would be the same thing as like you know when Goldberg and, is and, and, WWE. And, 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 me, and me personally, around that That's time, a great with Goldberg. Perfect. I hate and and another thing while they joined G Unit, even the transition for G Unit changed because fifty because fifty was going more into the Ja Rule um direction with the whole scene because you went from Get Rich or Die trying and look how he got the out of control remix Candy Shop just a little bit. But when Mob Deep got on that out of control remix, I'm like, no, no. What did Prodigy Uh -uh. say in that verse, Ed? What did Prodigy say in that verse, Ed? I'll cook, I'll clean, I swear yeah. that, mommy. Oh, my God. That's he not you, trying prodigy. That's future baby mama. That's oh, not God. you, prodigy. Oh, wait a minute. So he I was said, the opposite of Cardi B. He was cooking, he was cleaning. Yo, I, yeah, I myself, damn. Yo, prodigy going I, out like that. Alfred, <laughs> Al, if you don't take that damn garbage song off. Yo, Damn, you call uh, the Dr. Dre beat garbage? Somebody should slap you. It was I'm a like throwaway Dr. Like Dre Blood beat. Money sold less than, than Juvenile Hell. I'm exaggerating. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> Yo, it, it might have. But till this day, you know, look, looking at the charts, it says it is only sold about 800,000. Now, for, to me, that's not Gold, bad. Baby. But for Mob Deep, I it's don't know. It's bad. Yeah, and Alfred, but my people only got one platinum album in their catalog anyway. That's true, but you there's more Mob Deep albums that have critical acclaim. It's not only about and listen, one of the things too is what we were talking what he was bringing up before with the bootlegging. Like, we will never know how much money they lost because of bootlegging. Imagine if murder music didn't get bootlegged, you understand. And murder music was was incredible, they would have had a lot more sales, you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. and listen, I'm not I'm not one of those even that that harps on record sales. Record sales aren't everything, of course. Um, but if you but going back to To's point, how many of these songs were performed from B- Blood Money besides, uh, you know, put them in their plays? How many other songs? How many songs they was How many songs they was performing from America's Nightmare? Like uh, that's cool. but America's has way more, more than blood money. Yeah, they actually way did two albums. Win or lose, you and better be careful. Thank you. Yep. And real gangsters too. That's a fact. And and, and you know what? Another thing is this. Re- and you know you you know how you say how 
put him in the places to only stand out. G unit alone. Look at 50s Curtis. I'm gonna throw off topic. The only song he'll play off that album, and I couldn't stand it either, is I Get Money. And yeah. by the way, Alfred, song, Alfred, your facts I'm are listening. wrong. You know why? Because Murder wow. Music went platinum. <clears throat> murder right. Music I was going to say, Murder Music, even though, but it, it would have sold a lot more had it not yes. got moved. But so what's the other though, one man. that went platinum? The Infamous? Um, the infamous? And, and, and Alfred, why didn't you call your mixtape anything involving money? You called <laughs> it Murder Music. If Blood oh, Money meant so much to you, why didn't you call your mixtape anything involving money? It would have been... Yours would have been diabetic money or something, not blood money. Nah, nah, nah. The follow-up, the follow-up, actually, true story. The follow-up was gonna be money music. It just never happened. Oh, that's no, garbage. Okay. But you know what? You're not fooling anybody because you said it yourself. The only reason why you like blood money is it's because what did we talk about earlier? What did we talk about earlier with the production with the scratches? He couldn't take it. This album is more digital. That's why he likes uh, Blood Money. He can't take the scratches from the records. Really? Tell the truth. What do you mean the scratches from the records? Oh. That have nothing to do with it. So I got a, yes, I got a funny, does. I got a funny little tidbit about that. And this, I think, and I'm not trying to sound any kind of way here, but I think this is a, a feature of the, of the young minds. Like, fam, when me and uh when me and QG were recording and we were doing beats and stuff like that and instrumentals from Mob Deep, right? My boy Rick, shout out to my boy Rick. He was sitting there for hours trying to, right, fix, I remember that. trying to fix something, and I didn't know what the hell he was doing. I said, Rick, what are you trying to fix? The song is done. It's mixed. It's good. He was like, bro, it's these these damn scratching noises, bro. I don't know where they're coming from. I'm like, bro, that's the part of the original joint. Exactly. You know? Yo, we had to bark like, on him for that, man. And he wanted to take it out. And I'm like, nah, bro, you got to leave that in there. because got to leave it. That's the, the classic original sound that it was born from. And that is absent from Blood Money. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Blood Money, by all respects, is probably a quote-unquote modern album, but it didn't, you know, it didn't hit any dents. It did. If if we had Mob Deep's dis discography and Blood Money was taken off, they would lose no money. No, exactly, exactly. And Mac pointed to this earlier. Where the hell is everybody at? That's you had no, ever. you had no, no, boy. no infamous mob, no nobody, no they, littles. It was like, no, come on now. It was like they moved from Queensbridge to Southside and just thank you. I buy to everybody. Oh, no, you know no, 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 no. Oh no, it was, it's worse. They moved from Queensbridge to Connecticut. Oh, I'm bugging out. Connecticut. Right. Right. They got right. money when you got money. Right. Don't stay in the hood. It's not about staying in the hood. It's about being established. 50 did not let Mob Deep be Mob Deep. If he would have right. let them be, he said, yo, do whatever you want. Get your people's. I'm staying. Not, don't stay out of it because you, you know, you're going to help. Oh, nah, I, I want to hear Mob Deep and 50 on tracks. Don't yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, but he should have. It should have been a mix where you had few G unit members on there and parts of Mob Deep's peoples from like the infamous mob and the big noise right. the moment there was no big noise i didn't even want or, to that album. or think of it like this me maybe this is me you know thinking too much right or look at it think of it like this right at this time mob deep is established right if you wanted to do that why not do a double disc why not have your side a with the g unit dudes and side b with your infamous mob your your littles your big noise your lakey the kids your whoever's 
on like the other beats. I, I, I know that that's a bad album too. But you know the problem is they might, but I think the fans will take the B side more than the A side. Yeah, they would. Of course they would. You know what I'm saying? But I think it would have been because we've got a lot of artists, and I, me personally, I love when artists do this. You know what I'm saying? Like even with Jay Z's Blueprint too, like it wasn't horrible, but I liked the double disc. Same thing with Streets Disciple. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know, man. I wasn't a fan of the Blueprint two double disc. It was a lot. I of liked fillers. it. It wasn't. It yeah. wasn't amazing. You know what I'm saying? I can't. I like it's, that more than Blood Money. I'll tell you that. I don't know how the uh, hell, Alfred. You could you could have this album as your favorite Mob Deep album. I don't understand how. Maybe we'll get it for him for his birthday because he he bought the bootleg. <laughs> you might nah, just for, official, no, just for just the I instrumentals. The official tissue, man. Yeah, the oh, instrumentals it only. Is that's only. And, and another another thing. And another thing that Al doesn't like to mention, Prodigy's lyrics were really disappointed. And it's like I felt I, you know what, rest in peace to Prodigy. Album, really. I, I, I felt I felt like this. Would you I like to like hear the, a review, fellas? Would you like to hear this? Please. Uh-oh. It says it. this. It says this. Prodigy sabotages himself, <laughs> leaving behind his harsh gutter speak for clubbed up money talk. That's not a bad thing in itself, but Mob Deep can't pull it off triumphant. And so they both sound empty and joyless, and their misogyny Ouch. is exactly. And Join this you. is boring and objectable. Worse, Havoc and Project Havoc and Prodigy can barely ride their own beats anymore. They sound beaten, down, and defeated. That's the truth. And that's another thing. The energy was not there. What, was the what, 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 what website is that review from? Where was the energy? Nah, I where didn't know it? who wrote where that review. Where was the energy on this album? You know who wrote who? that review? 50. Who? 50. <laughs> he was disappointed that he gave Mob Deep all these gems and they shitted on it. That's who wrote that. He said to, he said to P&H, he was like, I gave you this $1.4 billion whatever budget and this is what you gave me? Damn it. Oh, even man. though it was Even though it was a one-album deal, it one just album. was... It was terrible. And yeah. and even real Mob Deep fans like Al, you're listening to them right now because they on the line. E, Eric, QG, they're telling you it was garbage. It was terrible. Put him in a place I could deal with, but the rest of the album, I can't. Yeah. It's the truth. It was, like, it was really and hard. Like, and and like album. it said, and like it said, they sound beaten. They didn't have no energy. It was. It, it felt. I don't know if it was forced or rushed. Who knows? But the thing was, I was more upset with Prodigy than anything. And I know he's not here to defend himself, but right, right. I, I, I felt. I felt hurt by the direction and the effort he didn't put into. Right. And we love him. We love him. God bless him. Come on. No. No. Right. And 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 and, right. and and it's not about staying in the hood. Is trying to keep the consistency of the lyricism. Right. This is not the mob deep we know. This is not, not at the all. mob deep that we listen to, that we respected and love. Even if they try to push a little bit of the infamy type mob deep on that album, I could deal with that. But come on. Nah, man. These songs is boring, man. And another thing. <laughs> and Daydreaming? Don't thing, get me started on Daydreaming. They jumped, they jumped right into all them G-Unit beefs. They jumped yeah, right into it. Thank you. That was that. Come on. They started talking about game. Too. Go ahead. 
That's my thing too, Marv, QG. You bring up such a good point. It's like if you're going to have somebody that's on your side like Mob Deep and they're not even bringing anything to the beef or whatever it is. And I don't like really you know, want to say that we encourage beef or nothing like that. But it's like right. they don't bring anything to the table in that respect. You know what I'm saying? They, you know, they, they were just riding their coattails. And on top of that, I think that would have been a good opportunity for them to make up for what Prodigy lost out on against Jay-Z. You know what I'm saying? And, and kind of inheriting the beef that G-Unit had. You know what I'm saying? Because you're talking about guys with an established legacy from Queensbridge. And they're signing to a major, major record label that is producing really good artists. And G-Unit is a, it was a great squad. They had solid music. And how did that not mesh well? How, 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 how did you screw this up? Exactly. I, I got another thing to point out. Because Mob Deep was the only one. Mace came to G-Unit, and then he started going that Fab and Loom. This is a problem. Instead oh, of driving off talent. Instead and, of driving off talent. And, and I got music, another thing to point out. I got another thing to point out. Let's look at the album cover. Look at the infamous album cover. Look at that signature project sign that right. Mob Deep always had on the albums. You didn't see that on Blood Money. No, you stay in Connecticut now. You money in triangles. This is <laughs> money in triangles. I mean, I'm glad that Prodigy knows how to. You know, what I'm saying that Prodigy and Have knows how to draw. That's great, but it's like, come on, you couldn't come up with a uh, uh, this album. It just it it makes me just angry to talk about it. Yep. You got the pyramid on there. It's like, ugh. <laughs> ugh is right. So now, so now, when you look at it after that, and 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 and, and they get off of the of G Unit in two thousand and nine. Now you have something that we never thought would happen, and it was yo, this broke this broke my heart. So we got to go around yeah, the room, yo. and Eric, Eric, I'm gonna go to you first, Eric, because I thought this was a joke. Me too. I just think Me too. this was real. Well, how did you feel when you when you heard that Havoc was was going crazy on P on Twitter and that Mob Deep uh, broke up? Super hurt. Super, super hurt. Revisiting, you know, some of the Mob Deep interviews and classics, I actually came across an interview where Havoc was saying that he regretted doing that at the time. You know, he was just super emotional about what was going down between them two. But, you know, out of all the groups out there, you know, I didn't think Mob Deep would be one of the ones to split now. Exactly. That that hurt. That hurt the whole QB, man. That hurt a lot of hip hop heads as well, because you would never think that they would just be so disrespectful towards each other. You know, have was putting rumors out there that Prodigy got raped in jail and oh, saying all types man. of foul stuff about him, man. And even hurts just like repeating stuff like that. Absolutely. Whether it's true or not, you know, you can't just say that about somebody who you broke bread with, man. But that was yeah. horrible. He even did this moment. song. Mm-hmm. How do you do I heard the big song too. Yeah. Oh, that, what was that? That really hurt my heart. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it was. It, it reminded me of the EPMD beef. You know what I'm saying? That really. That that was another thing that really killed me. You know. Yeah, it, it was bad. When, when when I saw all the stuff, because this was when I was actually on Twitter and I was active. You know what I'm saying? Like when I saw that, I was like, "Hold up! Did somebody hack Havoc's account? Like, what's going on right now?" I I did not believe it. I was in denial. I was denying it. You know what I'm saying? Like to 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 the cows come home. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And then when I finally realized that like it was real, and then I heard the diss track, I said, "What is going on?" I said, "How could you have like 
years and years of brotherhood and friendship. That would be like me going on record dissing QG. You know what I'm saying? Like that would be just, you know, right. what I'm saying? like Cain, Cain and Abel kind of thing, man. Like exactly. I was exactly. Really, I was like, really like the situation. Bad. Like the situation was that crazy that you had to go on Twitter. That's you what I'm to, Like you, you guys were, you boy. guys were out. You guys were out before social media was even a thing. Right. Yeah, Twitter fucked the game. Now man. you, right. Now you go on there. First, Havoc said that his Twitter was hacked. Mm-hmm. He said it was hacked, That's and then, was and, then right. and then he double backed, and then he then he finally admitted it that he did say those things. He did diss him on the songs. Same shit, different day. Separate the real from the fake. I was like, oh man, like, but I gotta give Prodigy a lot of credit because now he was in a different place in his life because he kept staying positive. He kept saying, me and Havoc going to get it right. Me and Havoc going to work together in the future. He didn't dive in into, into those things. Into that drama. Right. This is a different prodigy now. You see right. in the beginning where we talked about how prodigy would be out tough heart, standing in the street, right. chest out there. Now he's like, yo, whatever's going on, we're going to handle it. Right. It was totally different from from like what he what, what they were doing with like True Life and all the other dudes. But it was, it was it, to me, it was it was. Not only just showing has uh, a prodigy's maturity, but his humbleness too. Mm-hmm. Where yeah, he just yeah. come on some shit, where it was like, all right, we gonna figure this out. However, we gonna figure it out, and that's gonna be that. Do you know how many times Prodigy covered for Havoc? I got a story for y'all. This is at a time when LL Cool J was really kicking it with Mob Deep. Like he loves Mob Deep, and you know he had them on his album. You know he had Prodigy on. You know, you know on Mr. Smith. He also had him on. Um, on the on the goat on the greatest of all time oh, album. Yes, he did. There was a situation where Havoc was producing for uh, L, and Havoc was a heavy drinker, like stone <clears throat> drunk. This this man this man Havoc urinated on the engineering equipment. <laughs> hey yo. This is LL telling I the story. I think he thought that, that the engineering equipment was the Blood Money album. That's what the story <laughs> was. So that's why he did So basically, L. No, no, no. You know, he's right. It was the Blood Money equipment. So he thought he would do it a good, a good service. So he called Prodigy to, to come. He's like, yo, Pro, he said, P, you got to come get your mans, man. Havoc is all messed up here. They couldn't even record. So. There was a lot of Havoc was going through some problems too. He admitted alcohol. He was going through a lot, and he his emotions like he took his frustrations out. But thankfully, thankfully they settled things, it. Oh yeah. man! Right. Like like yeah. a, like a year later in 2013, right. they 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 got back together, and then right. uh, it, it was good. It was you good know, to see that. To, to kind of add a little bit to this too, if you don't mind, like you know, be you're looking at two individuals, right? Who were who were evolving, right? When we, I know we've been talking about prodigy, you know, what I'm saying in regards to lyricism, and but Havoc himself as a producer, I mean, I'm sure he was making cake when he produced. I mean, he did songs that I never even thought that, yes. like like why. You know, yes. stuff that he did for uh uh he did a bunch of stuff for Method Man. One of my favorite beats uh is the one that he did for Blackout 2. Um I'm dope. That joint. Uh there's so many havoc beats that he's done uh 
that frankly he doesn't get credit for. We don't we don't mention Havoc the way that we talk about Dr. Dre or yeah. uh, DJ Premier or Alchemist. And I feel like Havoc is really up there too. Yo, last day. Last day on, on, on Life After Death. Yo, he did that you one. told me that, QG? I said, no, that no way. No, that can't yeah. be. I said, are yeah. you kidding me? That yeah. was like when, oh my gosh. Yeah, to Prodigy me. was supposed to be on it. He said wow. no. <laughs> I mean, you wow. look at Havoc, producer for things, you would have thought Prodigy would be there at the same time. But you right. know what else too? And 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 they and they did an interview with Havoc. One thing that Havoc regrets is he didn't get to produce for Jay Z. Wow! Imagine really. That. He wanted to do he wanted to do something you know for Jay Z. He wanted to you know he had these beats. Obviously we know obviously we know the work he did for Nas. Havoc was all over. It was written. He gave Nas some good right. shit. He gave him gems. I mean, oh he, man, he gave Nas. Like just treasure chest, pirate booty, you you name it. <laughs> I mean, oh what did he God. give him? What did he give him? What was it? Um, it I know was, it was uh, live nigga rap suspect. Suspect uh, was another one. Live nigga uh, rap. Uh, the setup. The setup. The setup. Yeah, the setup. I'm sorry. Right. That and was good. Was it shootouts too? Shoot? No, I don't think. So. I think he did. I think he did do shootouts. And that was what. That was my joint. And you know, going, going back to what T.O. had mentioned too, like it, it's what what I find even more interesting is that Havoc having the like the 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 deductive reasoning to know not to use certain beats for Mob Deep. Could you imagine Mob Deep being on Why? I mm. never would have guessed it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and 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 that's what just speaks to the genius of of him just understanding sound. You know what I'm saying? Because yes. he probably knew in his heart of hearts, like, all right, this beat is crazy, but you know, this isn't a mob deep song. You know what I'm saying? This is a, you know, what I'm saying? I think, right, right. It, it was the one that he did. He did the original and the remix, if I'm not mistaken, of Why for Jada Kiss. Yes, right? he did. Right. Yes, he did. Yes, right. he did. Both incredible, incredible songs. You know, and. The fact that they did get back together and they and they started working together again, they, they were and they reunited with Nas again. Nas appeared on the song "Dog Shit." Yeah, black, right? Black cocaine, right? And, and, you right. know, I mean, they were getting together. They released their greatest hits. You know, the right. uh, you, that, that that double album. You know, the infamous Mark. Oh, that's album. right. Yeah, word. And the funny thing is, like, the first side is just mostly you know their new tracks as they going out in the sunset, and then um like the second side is like their remix. Now I'm glad this album got brought up because I want to talk about the B side more. Is there something about Havoc and these remix productions, like yo? And Q-Tip as well, because that Survivor of the Fittix remix production is fire. Oh, uh, yeah. Super dope. Hey, 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 um, Eric, um, on that same double CD, they got a song with sticky fingers, don't they? The Mob Deep one is at the South Side to QB joint? Yeah. Yo, I heard that joint on Mob Misses. Yeah, yes. me too. Yo, that track is crazy. Damn. Damn. That track was great. I liked up that little noise. The the I, I don't know what he even did. Like he, oh my god, man! <laughs> what a song. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was good. It's that funny. It's funny because you know I started really like Mob Deep was the reason why I got into the mixtape hustle. And 
when I when I got uh uh what was it free agents, you know what I'm saying? The uh, uh, that like the, those a lot of those songs were the remix songs of some of the original ones because you had the um the tough love joint, which was basically Trife Life. Right. Uh, they had the joint with uh what was it, Thug Passion or not Thug Passion? Um I forget what, what was the one with uh with Cool G rap. Then they had another joint with Littles with the little guitar joint burn something. I'm stressed, ready to hurt. Mm, yes. Joint were, were, were the remix, were a lot of the remixes of the other ones. And even there was a Mob Deep song that Nas had taken in Life is Good. Uh, my kind of thumbs are the ones that'll clap at you, right? Right. Yeah. He did take the, that. Right. So those were the mixtape joints from songs that I guess didn't make the cut. Like Mob Deep has a lot of like the underground mixtape joints. Right. Was wow. it free agents released like a year before America's Nightmare, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, it was 2003. Yes, yeah. it was. I didn't know what it was. I, I, didn't, I didn't think it was an album. I thought it was like a mixtape, but, I, you know, and then once, but it was a, to me, it was a tease, you know what I'm saying? Because they didn't have all of the, the Mob Deep on all the songs. It was really the other dudes, Infamous mm. uh, Mobs, Little, Big Noid. When America's Nightmare came out, that's why I was like, all right, this is Mob Deep. This is what we've been waiting for since Infamy. And now, um, unfortunately, you know, as we as we talk about this and we talk about, you know, the legacy and everything in their albums, and it was good to get them back together. That news that we got on June twenty of twenty seventeen. Oh my God. Like TMC broke the news. TMZ broke the news. I said, no, this is fake. And right. I heard all this stuff about choking on an egg. And I said, what are you guys talking about? He just had a show. He was just performing right. in Vegas. Right. Yeah. And he was young, too. It's not like, you know, it's not like this man was in his 60s. And I, when, when I first heard the news, I automatically thought well, it was the sickle cell that eventually, you know, and he, you know, Prodigy was, is one of the very few who really outlived because sickle cell disease is a really it's a, it's a son of a bitch, you know. And you I know, know I know a few people who's going through that. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying. So the fact that he was able to, you know, live a full life, you know what I'm saying. Like you would, I never would have thought. Again, you know what I'm saying. Going back to my point, I never would have thought he had sickle cell had it not been for uh, Tupac. And you would never think. And this could be, it could be one of the reasons why he. His his entire delivery and lyricism changed, uh, you know, down the line. It could have been because he was on medications as well. He was, right. yeah. There right. was no, yeah. What about hey, you, Eric? I, you, what about you, Eric? When you heard the news, what did you, you think? You know, I was sad, but I was very impressed with everyone on the internet because everybody had their timeline shouting P out, and you know, like I said, I'm from Astoria. And I made a nice little status, caught a lot of heat for it. But um, a lot of dudes in my neighborhood emulated his style, like rapping and stuff like that, you know, because he was like kind of a big brother, all of us, you know, through his rhymes and stuff like that. And he was super reachable. You know, we'd see him every time, you know, once in a while and stuff like that. Nobody really approached him. We give that man a space. But, you know, he was one of our guys and stuff like that. So right. it hit home to me. But, you know, seeing the reaction of the people on the Internet, it made it a little better because I'm like, wow, like. Prodigy Dude, really, perfect. really touched a lot of people acro across the nation. Absolutely. I he mean, I, he was he was in the hood. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, 
I'm, you know, I, I'm not from that area, you know what I'm saying? But he was accessible, you know what I'm saying? I, I've seen him in, you know, the, the, uh, uh, that, that sneaker store on, um, on Queens Boulevard, that big sneaker. So I seen him there. I seen him in the train station. Right. He, was a, he was an approachable dude and he was real, like, like just a super mellow guy. I remember one day I actually got the courage up to walk up to him and be like, yo, Pete, what up, man? And I, first, first thing out of my mouth was like, yo, what's up with you and Mega? And he was like trying to like, you know, play it off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he was, I mean, even for me in my earlier, you know, quests for, for lyricism and things like that, he was a big influence on me. You know, he, he, he was who I aspired to sound like, you know, cause he had the most, he had one of the most, distinct voices in hip-hop like when you heard him on a song you knew it was p old p and new p you know he he was very you know influential in that respect as well so uh candy man when you heard the news i i like i like prodigy a lot and when i especially because like like i said earlier hnic i'm very very fond of and when I heard that he was gone, I'm just like, whoa, like, and 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 also, like, you know, as you get older, a lot of your favorites, because it's, it's no secret, like, everybody, nobody lives forever. So I'm just like, yo, like, it just made me reflect, and like, yo, this guy, this guy gave us, like, over 20 years of good rhymes, man, so. Absolutely. I'm what just like, you, yo. Mac? What about you, Mac, when you heard it? This is going to be an interesting story when I say I heard this. Prior to that, the night before, I was actually listening to the Give Up the Good song. Oh. The next day, I heard that news. Actually, QG, you pointed it out to me first. I didn't have no idea that this man passed away. Yeah. And when I found out, it just, it, it kind of broke my heart. But as a Brooklyn-born kid, I felt really hurt for Queens. Right. Because... Oh, yeah, it hurt, it hurt out here. When you look at Queens, you had you had legends like the Run DMCs, the LLs, the Nas, but Mob Deep as a whole, including especially Prodigy, helped keep Queens on the gas pedal. Yeah. And and when I heard and, I, and like Al said, everybody doesn't live forever, you know, you know, or as they say, I don't know, but it it just hurt me when I found out the news. I said, Nah, not P, man. And he was he was in his forties. That's what I'm saying. He was 43, and, and it's like when yeah. you hear about, you know, people passing away, it's usually like, you know, a lot older. Or it was like, if you you know, if you do hear people passing away young, you know what I'm saying, it's something crazy. You know what I'm saying? He was, you know, uh, uh, coked up, or pilled up, a car accident, nothing like that in this case. You know what I'm saying? And I think, I think that probably made it harder, you know what I'm saying, because it was so sudden. And like, like, like QG, you were saying, I mean, just a few days before his passing, he was at a show. You know, you know, you know this. You know it. When, when QG mentioned that comparison, that reminds me of Heavy D. Right. Yeah. He was just on the BET Awards, and a few weeks later, he passed away. Yeah, that that wow. right there. Um, one thing too, like I love that you guys mentioned how accessible Prodigy is. I remember when Snoop Snoop Dogg became Snoop Lion. And he did the release for VP Records that's on Jamaica Avenue. Prodigy showed up. All the fans are on the line waiting to go in. And P is just walking up the block like it's nothing that he he's shaking hands with the fans. He right. goes in. Right. 
shows love to Snoop Dogg, says congratulations, everything like that. I heard you was out. I just wanted to come see you. And then he left and went on his way after that, man. And right, that's right. that's just the type of person P is, man. That's who he was. And there was there was so many other artists that I wanted to see them work with. Oh and, yeah. And it would have been, you know, I think Mob Deep really did make history, you know what I'm saying? But there was a lot of stuff that they didn't get to do. I know, agree. That would have really cemented them, you know what I mean? And in, in hip, yeah, that, you, what contributed to the game is undeniable. That that goes without saying. You you know, I'm, and I'm glad you mentioned that because you you know how they worked with a lot of Queens rappers. Right. I don't remember Ja Rule ever being worked with Mob Deep. Prodigy no. didn't like Ja Rule. He, he didn't, didn't like, like Ja Rule. He was a funny little dude. <laughs> <laughs> but it would have been. That's not me speaking. Yeah. That's I heard that from P. Nah, that's P. P is P. Right, right. But it would it would have still been interesting to see. You know what I'm saying? I never thought I would see, you know what I'm saying, Nas and, and, and Cormega in a in a uh, uh in an Instagram picture together, you know what I'm saying, having a drink. Like that to me, you know what I'm saying? We we absolutely and we can't discount, you know what I'm saying, the possibilities. And you know what? Speaking of possibility, I wish Big Noy was a third member. Of Mob Deep, <laughs> you know, oh, you, you, you know, it's crazy now because when Havoc does shows, Noid would do Prodigy's part. Wow, mm. oh, look at that! Oh, yeah. well, 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 who, who better to fill the role than, than Noid? Yeah, like, Noid was. I agree. I agree. Absolutely. Absolutely. Noid's and, and, been and, with and, them and, from the beginning. And I felt, and I felt so bad for Havoc because it's like I could only imagine. Like I, I've seen interviews with Havoc, and it, it, it's hard for him to talk about it. He talks about it. But can you imagine? Wow. This is this I was can't. this was this was your brother. This was somebody that you grew with, somebody right. that you found yourself with. And then when you're out there performing, when you're in the studio together, when you're in the trenches together, and now it's like it's just you. And and now and I would not be surprised if he does late performances, even with Noi, and he doesn't have that much energy, I can understand because it's just not the same without right. Prodigy. Absolutely. I was even gonna say no, no disrespect. Thank God Noid is there to help fill in. Of but course. Right. Absolutely. It's it's sugar and spice with these two. But besides like like besides P's immediate family, Hav was really the first person I thought of when this whole thing happened and when it Oh everybody yeah. thought of that. Everybody thought right. of the first thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and sure. it was just like it I can't even imagine what that moment must have felt like, you know what I'm saying, for Havoc. Music-wise, Havoc was the first person I thought of, then I thought of Nas. Right. Right. Everybody that that P affected, you know, him and Alchemist were very close. Right. Done albums together. Right. I know know Alchemist loved P. and I mean, Q-Tip. Q-Tip helped discover these guys. I know he was in a lot of pain. Absolutely. You know. um, He was one of my favorite joints with him and Alchemist. And who's the album? The TikTok joint, that one I really like. Oh, it was, man. It was so crazy because, like, I said to myself, like, damn, like, I I really, I was fiending to to hear a Nas and Mob Deep album or mixtape. Like, just something. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because they had, like, to me, I don't know, like, you, I don't know if you guys would agree, but I felt like 
Mob Deep and Nas had the best chemistry. I don't know what. Maybe it was because they was both, you know, they all all three of them was Queensbridge and everything. But I felt like they had the greatest chemistry on records. Whatever they had, even like um, like Dog Shit. You know what I'm saying? Like Dog Shit was a real simple beat, and it wasn't like a crazy record. But the song is dope, and they sound good together. You know what I'm saying? Old and new. I want to get into some some uh, a controversial subject here. I'm, I, I mean, you know where we're going. And Eric, I got to go to you first because this is your yeah. wheelhouse. That mural, every single time, like when, when, when that mural, like talk to us about that and what was going on with that mural. Well, as we touched on earlier, you know, he released that book and he named a lot of names from Queensbridge. Shouldn't have did that. Nas couldn't even save him from that one. And right. like you said, they defaced it as many times as they try to paint it over. Couldn't do nothing about it. They even asked Damn. Meg about it. And everybody from QB, the artist, everyone's kind of hands off about it because it's kind of touchy, man. Because like I said, that book, he said a lot, a lot of names, man. I I know he had a big chest as we touched on early in the podcast, but uh, I think it just kind of uh, got too big for him and it caught up to him even in the afterlife. Mm. Yeah, like, like my my initial reaction to it is like, why is it because he's from Hempstead? Is it because you know there was some you know was it was it was it was it the issues and the beefs that he had out here in, in yeah he named a lot of names doing it and yeah. saying you know specific names on people who shot who you know he said Nori shot uh, one of the infamous Mob Deep members mm. and you know all that stuff really supposed to stay in the streets. Yeah, you know, streets. you know what, you know what, just funny because I remember Littles even did a diss track on Prodigy. Yeah. Oh God! Wow. Little bars and hooks. Yep. Yep. It was I remember they were having before. a lot of internal issues. Yeah. That was a really dark time for Queensbridge. Yeah. I mean, my God, yeah. Littles. Yeah. Littles, you know, Littles was one of my favorites. Like I was, I was really into the infamous Mob and Littles and Tragedy, like a lot of the other. Uh, guy from Queensbridge, and when they started dissing, uh, I was like, "Dog, what are y'all doing?" Yeah. It's one thing to it's one thing to have beef with, like, you know, what I'm saying it's one thing to have beef with somebody from another borough, you know, what I'm saying another state, but like in the same projects, like in the same, yeah. it's literally like forty different versus forty first side, and I was just right. like, "What? Like, how does that even happen?" Yo, man, QB started crumbling with that. Right, mm-hmm. bad man. Well, that haven't really made any sense. Uh, 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 Candyman, um, how did you feel about the mural when everything was going on? I'm like, yo, the man, the man is dead, regardless of what he made. It like he's dead. Like once a man dies, that's that is like. I understand if you choose not to say nothing or not to do nothing, but like, cause you know when somebody died, like you get a whole bunch of bandwagoners. Oh, he was my friend, right? You know, oh, this dude is a legend, an icon, but. If you don't got nothing good to say or good to do, your man is dead. Just let it, like, just leave right. it alone. Like, exactly. like it's, right. o- it's, it's, it's over. He ain't here to defend right. himself. It's over. Leave exactly. it alone. Exactly. Let that man, let that man rest. Let his soul rest. Because and here's just remember a very, what his music did. Here is a very important thing that, that I live by personally, right? In regards to those who are not here no more. If you keep bringing his name up, then the man is truly never gone. Right. You feel me? So he lives on. So yeah. if you really dislike him that much, just don't speak on him, and he'll his the uh, the memories will fade. Right. But you keep bringing it up, 
The man's truly never gone. That's a fact. Absolutely. Fact. Wow. It, yeah. would, it, it would be like, you know, if... And I know this this is really different, you know what I'm saying? But it would be the same thing by disrespecting the pun mural. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that to me, like, regardless of... And I understand what you were saying, e, you know what I'm saying? I know that P probably aired out a lot of dirty laundry, which he shouldn't have. And I agree with that, you know what I'm saying? But, you know... <laughs> To, to to deface a mural like not even a day you know what I'm saying after it was even cleaned up you know what I'm saying like the whole controversy is crazy you know I, I think it was uncalled for you know what I'm saying and I, I I don't you know and I can't speak on it you know from from a certain perspective because I wasn't involved with what had happened and you know how, how the information got out and whatnot but to me it was wildly disrespectful yeah I agree. Yeah, totally. Totally. On a much brighter note, though, we we'll never forget Prodigy and you know all the dope contributions, verses, lines, and everything that he uh he Absolutely. gave to the game. Hey, you guys got any favorites? You got you got any favorite Prodigy verses? I'm going with that Shacha remix. <laughs> that's a, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah, that one is a classic, man. My, I got a favorite Prodigy line. Uh-oh. Which is? I ain't come here to start no drama. We oh. Just here oh, all right. Next, oh. next, next person. Next person. Out of all the lines in the world. You see? Yo, yo, Ills, you see what I mean by this guy just pointing out the garbage part? This is why I just don't get it. It's My like... Favorite. I, like I said, go ahead, go ahead, Ills. I was gonna say it's almost as if like like smooth talks about blood money as if hell on earth and infamous just don't exist. Like exactly, it, it, it's That's it's mind boggling. But yeah, but you yeah. know what? Actually, I, I I hate to be selfish as QG will call me, but not only his I shot you remix. I love how he let off with give up the goods. Queens get the money, no time, oh. no cash. I caught up in the hustle where the guns go blast. Right. That's right. how you lead off that song. Right. H N I C is my most favorite thing Prodigy ever did. The first hey. one. The hey, first one. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It stood out well. It stood out well. Absolutely. You know what? You know what verse? You know what verse? People don't talk about, and I feel that it it really captures the essence of Prodigy. To be quick. Uh, the song "Back at You" that appeared on the Sunset Park soundtrack. I know Mac, you know about that. Damn, oh, yeah. I completely forgot about that. That verse, that verse, like that's a great song, right there. Right. Oh my God! Like just to give you a little piece, exactly. Just to give you a little piece. Like that. He says, he said, I rock velour suits, flavors like mixed fruit. My loop give recoup raises in my suit in case you try to troop me to the island. I know for start wildin'. Back in New York, my shorty's got the cash piling. Peep this. Some known peep this on some on some nose and teeth shit. So much drama. Who the fuck knows who we got beef with? Hey. That's real. Word ding, up. Ding, ding. Oh, and if I could like, just drop mines, you know, I like please. keep it thorough, man. That's you know what I'm saying? Oh. He killed me with that drink. No, no, 
No hook. When you see me yeah. in the street, soldier, salute me. You just a groupie. Oh, you gangster? Then shoot me. Mm-hmm. Who gives a fuck, really? I miss my nigga twin, kill me, so I could join the rest of my duns in the heavens. You rap niggas make me laugh. Y'all crazy ass, and I don't give a fuck what you sold. Your shit is trash. Bang this, because I guarantee that you bought it. Heavy airplay all day with no chorus. I keep it thorough, nigga. You know, I just remembered that E point. It's funny, E pointed out that verse. Remember, they tried to get with the whole the done language. Ah, they, oh, yo, the done language, language is from a homie of theirs who had a, who had a, a speech impediment. So he would pronounce certain words and they kind of just um like play off of it. And they had a whole like little slang which ah. they had. But then it started with it's one bad. of Prodigy's homies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The speech, the speech impediment back in high school. Right. They ran with that. They ran with that. Wow, it was done. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And Danny and all that. I mean, Queensbridge is so vast that they had to have come up with their own language, their own slang, and their own hood. You know, say one of the largest pro- project complexes in the world. So it's no, it's no, it's no wonder that you know that their language evolved in such a way. My my favorite is uh uh and QG you are gonna like this from uh uh put him in a place you know Doctor Bible <laughs> <laughs> nah but um my my favorite verse is the one from uh the Ashacha remix like because yeah. you know what it is though like and that's like kind of the staple I guess the go to but at that time I had heard that song very late and. Yeah. I said to myself, hold up, this is Prodigy? Because I was still on Infamy. I was still on America's Nightmare. I was still on, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that's, that verse is what really made me start to do my homework with the old Mob Deep, like, and to really sit down and to to just do the, the listening exercises with the lyrics and stuff like that. Like, And it made me like think, I'm like, damn, how did he change his style? But if you think about it, the fact that he was able to change his style and still stay and still stay relevant, right. I think it's a feat on its own. We might not identify or agree with the, the the change that he made, but the fact that he did it so successfully and was still able to remain relevant and still give us those bangers and contribute greatly to, to hip hop and the culture is in and of itself an incredible feat. And God bless, God bless Havoc. For all the work, all the all the all the vision and the creativity right. yeah. with the production styles, like is it right. safe to say that is it safe to say that's Prodigy's best producer to work with? Yes, him and Alchemist. Right, yeah, there you go. Yeah, anytime go. he needed Alchemist as well, it was a it was a it was good to go. But you know, I, I yeah. want to talk about uh, something uh, that. Yeah, go ahead. I just want to mention one more thing. I know we got to close it out. There yeah, was a sure. song that there was a song that Mob Deep did. And I actually liked it. Um, E, you may know this. It was you also might know this. QG also might know this as well. There was a song called Street Life. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think it was with ACD. They never... Why was that never on one of the early albums? Because I like that song. I know yeah, it's say unreleased. Yeah. My third nigga's living street life. My queen's nigga's living street life. That was that my was shit. That was tight. That was a tight album. Right. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. Um, it was on the America is Dying Slowly soundtrack. Mm. You know what? E, thank you for pointing out because I would never guess that. Or wow. even know that. That was a dope soundtrack. Yeah, my that was, guys that was, 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 was right? 
It was an yeah. LES production. I believe so. That's crazy. They, and that's what I'm saying. Like when, and this is when, like all the mob deep, the the the, the mob misses the J Love joints. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, J Love. Man, let me. I spent my life savings on those damn mixtapes, man. Uh, yeah. Word. That's why I used to stay in the hood, man. Like I used to stay around there. Where we we used to take the Q19A, you know what I'm saying, through the Ravenswood houses and everything. We used to always buy all the stuff right on, like in, in those stores in Queens Boulevard, and we had this. There was this dude who used to come through with a, with a little like a, a walking suitcase with just mixtapes, bro. And I used mm-hmm. to be like, oh shit, I'm deep copped it, uh, and that's how I got to know all those other. And I was able to recognize like a lot of the old songs and the samples and stuff like that. You know? Oh yeah, one one funny story that I'd like to wrap up up with P. And then and you know if if you guys want to share any other memories or anything like that. You guys know about the big pun gun story? <laughs> oh my oh, god! Yeah. I don't what think I'm sorry. Okay, well, 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 check this out. As you know, you know, Mob Deep they love pun, and pun loved them back. Label. So they all, you know, they used to hang out, and uh, you know, Prodigy went to go see Big Pun at his place, and then they were just sitting around, just you know, enjoying themselves, and 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 then, and then Pun was like, "Yo, everybody, show your guns. Where your guns at?" And so Pun had his gun. And you know, one of Pun's other people, they had his gun. Another guy, show him your gun. Show him your gun, P. Oh uh, man, yo, man, I left mine at home. And Pun was like, ah, you see, I could have had you. I <laughs> whatever I, I could have did whatever I wanted to do with you right now, and you couldn't do nothing about it. Never leave your gun at home. Always bring your wow. gun. Wow. <laughs> that was, that was a lesson. That was a lesson he had to learn. Pun. That song, that that. Oh man! You want to talk about Tress Letcher? Oh man! Yeah, my rhymes are endorsements. Like my outfits stuck on some wild out shit. We moved Gambit through the overcrowded. Oh my god! All right, I got I gotta change it. That's my favorite. That's my favorite. I was waiting for someone to put Tress Letchers. Yeah, word. God, what a song! What a song! It was perfect. And and you mean you got the Bronx, you got Queensbridge, you got Staten Island. Island. Come yeah. on! And at oh, that time, God. I didn't even know who Inspector Deck was. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I knew who Prodigy was. Right. And in my mind, I'm like, damn, where's Havoc? You know what I'm saying? Why didn't Pun get Havoc? But and and you know, Pun Pun grew up on those uh, on those guys. Pun was heavily influenced by Mob, so it was only natural that you would see them on a song at some point. <laughs> What was the first? What was the first track? I gave you fair warning. Beware. Yeah, Ooh, he beware. samples. Right. Oh. Here we go. Yep. Oh man. Oh man. What that a story. was that was really what like you know after listening to that joint on Method Man and like getting Big Pun's album, I'm like, all right, I gotta check these guys out because this I immediately recognized his voice and I wasn't even like following the Mob Deep catalog crazy, but I knew who he was based on that and I said, okay, I gotta I gotta do something here. <laughs> Awesome. But with that being said, um, yeah, I think we saw. I think we did Mob Deep justice. I think. I think everybody could have been very. We had a perfect guest for it, man. Shout out to you, Ilse. It was a pleasure. Oh yeah, yeah, to me, man. I, you know, like I said, I'm really loving what you guys are doing. I appreciate the conversation and just, you know, reminiscing about the greats in hip hop, man. And you know, I hope, I hope we did Prodigy some justice, man. Rest in power, Prodigy. Oh yes. Yes, rest in peace, P. And Havoc, keep doing what you're doing out there, man. Keep producing. 
Absolutely. Keep doing them shows. You know, we love you too, man. They, like Mob Deep is a package deal. It's Not a yet. package deal, man. And 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 like and like you mentioned with the affiliates, everybody that played a part, the infamous crew, everybody. This is all a part of the legacy, and it is a huge staple in hip hop, man. Mob oh, Deep, infamous. It is a big piece of IMD. our culture and our history. Oh right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, but now, now after this uh, show is over, I'm gonna go take a shot of Jesus Jesus for my man P. <laughs> <laughs> No doubt. Just just make sure you're not playing blood money when you do it. I'm going to have uh, uh, capital P, capital H on in the back. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I'd rather hear Prodigy on that Cameron song in uh, SDE. Now, losing weight was dope. I, I like actually, that. Yeah, that was a good actually, thing. I'm going to change my pick. My favorite Prodigy verse is <laughs> off losing weight. No doubt. Oh, oh, okay. oh, oh. I, I guess I had to uh, remind him. <laughs> That's how deep his catalog is, though, man. You know, you could take anything from P and it's a hit. You can. Except the blood money stuff. 